There is no war in Bossing Say. Damn it! Does that? Did you? What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> there is no war in Bossing Say. I'm sorry. You need to go to Lake Lao Guy. What's it called? What are you? I'm quoting Avatar season two. Uh, I'm in season Airbender. one. Okay, so the, I'm sorry. That's just. Oh wow. Okay. I fully thought you weren't speaking like a language, and thought you were like. Yeah. No, it didn't feel like English for a really yeah. long time. Because I wasn't quoting it like super great or confidently, so it just. It was just coming out of your mouth. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, I'm still in season one of that show, but I am watching it. It's so good. I love that show. It's just. Um, Here's my truth. It's all fighting, and it makes me anxious. Oh. I understand it's a children's TV show, but yeah. um, it still makes me really nervous. And I understand that everything's going to be fine, and they literally can't show death, because it was aired on children's television. But um, it still makes me really, really nervous. The boy. The boy. He wants us to know. He heard me. <sighs> Homosexuals. Who? Women with children. Short insomniacs. A teeny tiny band. <laughs> I'm back. I'm sorry. I had to run and let the cat out of the other room because I forgot to open the Is door. Let the cat out of the bag. I let the cat out of the bag. Oh, I wanted to propel myself out the window after that. Please don't. I guess I won't. That'd be violent. That'd be loud. I don't. I don't think we'd get our deposit back if you broke the window. You can just fix the window. We'd get in trouble. I called Felco. Failed. Call. Also. <laughs> Oh. You'd probably die or something. Probably it's not, really, actually. No, it's, it's not, not high bad. enough at all. You don't think? No, it's third floor. Depends it's, on how you land. Yeah. You know how people say three stories, but is story just generalized? Is it just three levels? Or is like there's an actual like... Unit? Unit. A measure? Or like, a measure yeah. uh, I'm 90% sure it's just just the levels okay. of the house. Okay. But I think there is like a general amount that that is just based off of how people build houses i need high ceilings you need high ceilings Mm -hmm. just in general yeah okay what happens if you don't have them i feel boxed in (laughs) are these ceilings high enough for you yeah these are great okay i could not believe it one, two, three. Hey, guess what? Um, I introduced like two weeks in a row. Well, you were gone, and so you had to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. That was rude. It's fully Sam's turn. All right, let's go. Is that, okay, okay, hello. Wait, have we been recording this whole time? Yeah. I'm secretive. What'd you see, right? I always record for the levels, I guess. All right, so this is Can You Believe This Shit? It is a podcast about true crime, wow. cryptids, conspiracy theories, Amazing. fucked up shit that you can't believe, yeah. all sorts of good shit. Um, I gasped too many times. So I'm going in order from left to right. We have a Lydia Stoic, Hi. the brave, the insatiable. We have a Zoe McCormick, the wonderful. Yeah. I only have, I, I'm, I'm running One out of good. steam here. Running out of additives. <laughs> And we have Dominic Gates, the beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's gay. It is very gay. And it's the me. No homo. I'm Sam. I do the sound. Clear homo. I don't live here, but I live here. You live here for a couple hours every week. Clear homo. So we're a podcast. We we did it. We are a podcast. We do, yeah. What are we... Um, What episode number is this? 21. We didn't even pay attention to last week was 20. I I don't think we did it all. Last week was the mini-sode. No. 
No. Last week we recorded an episode and Lydia introduced it. <clears throat> so I'm up to date now. Hello. Dominic. I'm back. Do you understand now? Yes. Last week. I don't have listening skills. <laughs> last Like week. last actual week. Yes. Like last week to this day yes. we were here recording. Last week yes. on Can You Believe This Shit. Yes. That's why. I understand. Are you doing a recap? I'm here. <laughs> no, I was just trying And that's to... what you missed, Don? Can you believe this shit? Can you believe this shit? It was <laughs> last episode. The last one we recorded. Just the same episodes. When my debut uh, I'm Not Dead episode. <laughs> yes. What's the, what's the opposite of debut? For Reprise? Like no. you duh. You minus, <laughs> you minus the, the, the parts of you that were taken out by the surgeons. Like 97% of me is back, 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 back again. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for, to, for is denouement. Excuse me? The is debut it? and the denouement. Well, is that the word I'm looking means. for? It means the anticlimax. Or not anticlimax, the end. Like, yeah. Like the, you know, the opposite of debut. Wow, thank it's, you. But it's in French? Well, debut is in French. Debut is French? You don't pronounce the Listen T. To debut. So, so tsunami... Not American. <laughs> tsunami. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I don't think tsunami is um, rooted in the English language. No, if that's what you're asking me. Yeah, that's what I meant. Wow. <laughs> but also, don't don't cite me on that at all. Tsunami makes me think of tsunami from Naruto. Get out of my head. <laughs> Turn the mic on, Sam. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't repeat that. Don't, yeah, don't, don't talk about Naruto. Um, before we like get into it and like, before we get into it and we officially start the podcast, mm-hmm. I, uh, there are a few like true crimeish announcements that I want to like give make, it to. Us. Oh, you know? actually, yeah, yeah. What are you giving to us? Well, I just, are we getting structure up in this house? Of course not. In my house. In my house. In, in my your house, house. In your house. In, in my, my house? Christian home. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, in your house. <laughs> um, so, the Austin bomber was identified. Oh my god, that f- I was getting the news things all day, and I haven't had time to sit down and look at that. Yes. didn't he kill himself? He killed himself with a bomb in his car while police tr- when police tracked him down. Um, so, so he wasn't caught, but he was identified. Question: Yo. Was he carrying this bomb as like a suicide, or was he just like ha- did it happen to be in the car and he was like? Boop, stabbed it with something and take, took himself out. We don't no, know the answer to no that. No idea. No idea. It, I think it just happened. Like It um, did. As in... Like hours ago. Yes. Where? Uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Um, there were, I believe... Two- do you want to give a quick overview of what that was? <laughs> that were you was about to do that? Out of my mouth. <laughs> so, there were, I believe, two people... Told two people killed in the month of March and four people injured at the hands of package bombs. Uh, the oh. first person killed was 39-year-old Anthony House on March 2nd. Uh, he was married with an 8-year-old daughter hmm. and a stepson of a well-known uh, pastor who's a project manager at Texas Quarries and a former high school track team member. And also, Draylon Mason, who was 17, was killed on March 12th. And he was a most remarkable talent on orchestral bass. He was enrolled at the University of Texas uh, next year under the College of Fine Arts. And uh, he also died. Mm. And um, members of his family were uh, injured as well from the bomb. So, 
The guy is 24-year-old Mark Anthony Condit of suburban Pflugerville. Uh, wait, he, I have a question. Is yeah. he a white man? He is a white man. Okay, because I know it was thought to have been hate crimes, which uh, you did not say. No, I didn't. Yeah, um, they, I was... Well, because they were... Everyone's saying that they don't know what the motive is, and I'm like... Black families were targeted. I'm going to guess it's racial, racially well, motivated. I want to know how many black families are there in this area of Austin? It's Austin, Texas. How many? Are there a lot of? Is it a lot of black people in this there town? Mostly people of color. I don't know if they're, but they're, I think the Latino population is like, bigger. Okay. Like the thought process of my, like the reason I ask is like, did he have to search for him? You know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. Uh, I don't really think so. I, don't I think just think Texas, and I think white because sure. I think Texas, Texas. <laughs> so that's why I ask. No, there's a, um, there's a, there, no, there's a, there's a nope. Okay. <laughs> there's a, there's a black population in Texas. Well, I know there is, <laughs> but like, I just mean specifically in this area. Uh, I don't like, know was that. he targeting random houses, and it just like happened to be. Or was it, like, clearly a thought? I wish I had more information for you. I know, and I also am sorry that I'm, like, asking you, because I also haven't had time to Google these things myself. So this is a lot of misinformation coming out of my mouth. I literally just, like, I was like, oh, I should, we should talk about this, and I just, like, brought it We're up. We're talking about it. Yep. <laughs> it's getting talked about. <laughs> and uh, one more, it's in California, um, 22-year-old Stefan Clark was in the backyard of his home that he oh. shared with his grandparents and some of his siblings when he was killed by police officers. Uh, he was unarmed. He was holding a cell phone, and the police officers said that they were responding to a report that someone was breaking car windows nearby. The suspect was described as a six-foot-one man wearing a black hooded sweatshirt and dark pants hiding in a backyard. And so the police thought that the object he was holding, which was his phone, was a weapon, and they shot him, and he died. Like twenty times. What? If I'm not, I'm nice. That also popped up on my phone as information for me. Yes, officers shot at Stefan Clark twenty times as he held a phone. Okay. Yeah. So like, they weren't like, oh no, whoops, like that was, I don't know. It's just almost pointed. What's uh, almost yeah. clearly pointed? So those are my two things. Jeez. Can you believe this? No. I can. Yeah. It sucks. Sam was going first, unless anyone else has anything. I don't. Okay. I feel like I might next week come with at least one. I didn't know that we were doing announcements. We're more. It's going to be coming out yeah. faster now. So. All right. So uh, the order today is going to be. Zoe, you're starting. Dominic, you're going to follow that up. And it Lydia, is. you have to go last today. The look in Lydia's eyes whenever you don't say her name first. And then <laughs> the worsening that happens when it's not second either. <laughs> really? I'm sorry to have done this to you, but it's, like, it's appropriate. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> really? I really enjoy it. Um, so I have a story for you guys today. I'm excited. So I'm trying really hard to get off of my like usual <laughs> pattern for stories. Um, and the way Vigilance that I, women. I'm trying to, cha- <laughs> I'm trying to change. Oh my God. I didn't even do that. I'm trying to like <laughs> change up the format a bit. To okay. try it. I'm trying something new. Reformatting. Today. I'm reformatting this. I'm also, like, again, taking... This is fully in 
typed form. I didn't take any notes on paper because I forgot wow. my favorite pen. Uh, and I wasn't going to write debilitating. in not yeah, that pen. No. So, so I have a story today. I'm, I'm, it's about a girl named Morgan Ingram. Okay. Uh, it's the story of Morgan Ingram and her death. I'm going to straight up say she's dead. So as I researched this, I was listening to her 8-tracks playlists. Oh. Um, that they're posted on the website that's like Why is made, that so sad? It's made to raise awareness about the case. Uh, it's made by, it's a website that her mom made. Okay. I thought it was HRX Plays no, that she made. No, they're her. They made, she made them. But her mom made this website and like posted all of her like social media on it. Okay. So like you can go through like her, like her Tumblr. It was really, it freaked me out a mm. lot because it was really normal. And like she, it's literally, this could happen to anyone. Whatever. So let's start. She was born in Colorado on August 16th, 1991, uh, to what seems like a profoundly boring and normal family, like completely normal. She's described as an old soul and super kind and avoidant of drama. And according to the Atrax playlist that I was listening to, she likes indie music and soft acoustic songs and also Coldplay. Hmm. Her childhood isn't like super important to the case at all. At least I don't think it is. So I'm just going to slide like right past all of the stories of her living on a ranch in Colorado or like the regular small town, small, no, not super small town, but like the small town high school she went to. She has a brother and sister. They're older. She's got a couple dogs at home. Hmm. I couldn't find their names. She also had a cat named Mogwai. Hmm. Uh, From the um, Jungle Book. No. No, that's Mowgli. Keep going. <laughs> she was uh, getting her certifications to teach yoga. She was in college. She was taking two ballet class classes a day, and her end plan was law school. She was also, like, taking a lot of theater classes. So August 2nd, 2011 is officially where the story starts, but uh, you'll find out that it started probably way before then. She was 19. It was right before her 20th birthday. Mm. So she got back from California. She spent the whole summer there visiting with her sister and her family and like working and doing, I don't know, whatever you do when you're not in college and it's summertime. Sure. She got back that day and adopted, like she adopted a puppy that day and picked it up. Uh, its name was Wyla May. Oh. Uh, which is really cute. Uh, it's a little Australian shepherd. <gasps> so she took the puppy out with her in her car to visit friends in Carbondale, which is a part of Colorado. Oh, okay. Carbondale, so, Colorado. Not Illinois. No, There's, they're in Colorado. Okay. She got back home, went to go take a shower, and when she was in the bathroom, she heard tapping on her window. No. It was... I hate windows and bathrooms. Uh, it's like that frosted glass window because oh, it's in the bathroom. I hate it. Uh, so you couldn't really see, you couldn't see anyone outside. And she was like, it must just be a branch or something. No. Whatever. It's fine. She ignored it, went back to her life. What floor is she on? Do you know? She's on the first floor. <laughs> her no. bedroom is on the second floor. Okay. I th- think. Where's the bathroom? But her bedroom. The, the bathroom that she was using in this in this situation is on the first floor. Okay. So a lot of the information surrounding this case is super hard to pinpoint. 
specifics. I don't want to talk badly about the victim's family in this, but the mom has like what is widely considered on the internet to be like a fictionalized report of this okay. posted on Blogspot. She went through and or WordPress or something. She went through and on the year anniversary of the first incident. So this first incident posted on like like the full report of what happened that day based off of journal entries text messages between her and her daughter and then later police reports. Mm. But there's a lot that either changes from different stories. So anyway, the mom like posts these like long, like almost narratives of every single day Hmm. on the year anniversary of the incident that happens. Like she, she's just going back and posting them like time hop and some things it's like, yes, I understand where that information come from. Other things it's like, I looked out the window and heard a bird smile and I laughed. I couldn't mm. help it. Heard a bird. Smile. Heard a bird smile. <laughs> heard a bird smile. <laughs> Clearly, I'm just talking off the top of my head and not reading any quotes because that's wrong. Um, she I'm, heard a bird like singing and was like, even though through all of this stress, I still was able to smile. And it's like, I don't think you wrote that down in your journal of the events that were happening that day, but like, okay, you know what I mean? So like, well, there are know, things, I don't know the events yet. well, that's fine. But you know, like she just was saying things like that, that are like, that's not, was the rest of her journal dramatic like that? It's, it's not the journal. It's the blog post. Oh, okay. okay. But she's also like trying to raise awareness of her daughter's case. So like, I understand like editorializing for like information like that, that doesn't yeah. really matter. But there's also things later I'll get to like other discrepancies between her reports and like the legitimate facts of the, of the situations. So whatever. But so a lot of this information is from that blog. Okay. So I want to say just straight up, if it's like contradictory to any like actual fact, I'm sorry, not my fault. So the first police report is made on the ninth, but between the second and the ninth, there was more tapping on the window just like feelings of being watched. Mm. It, the tapping was only on her bedroom window and her bathroom window. Uh, it mostly happened at night, almost exclusively happened at night. And did she ever look out the window? Whenever they looked out the window, there was nothing out there. They couldn't see anything. There were a couple times that the father, Steve, and the mom, Tony, went outside to look and see and didn't see anything. So Morgan begins texting her mom every time there's a there's like literally hundreds of rocks throughout this entire experience there's like a bunch of text messages from morgan to her mother about each rock that's been thrown there's also rumors that it might not be rocks and it might be like an airsoft gun so like pellets from an airsoft oh. gun because it's like from kind of far away yeah is what it's thought Again, I'm sorry I'm being vague. I'm trying to, like, set this up as best I can. Uh, it's also intensely hard to um, even begin to touch on every single incident because, again, Morgan's mom, Tony, has daily reports that are paragraphs upon paragraphs upon paragraphs long for, like, months on the blog and stuff. So it's like really, it's really hard. It's hard. I didn't, I couldn't even begin to tackle every single post on that blog anyway. 
I would like to organize it all well and like put all the facts in one spot and not in like a 222 page long police report that I have (laughs) the whole document of. Cause that again is impossible to like get good information out of beyond like just spoke to the mom and then one cop saying one thing and then the same cop saying the same thing two days later and like a follow-up report. Cause like he didn't remember the first report. Sure. And then like coming back later and then it's like a whole page dedicated to like him correcting a date mistake, whatever. You already suffered with this, didn't you? I suffered. I went through it. Anyway. struggle. I'm going to give us the first like actual report incident, August 29th. The family put up a camera to keep an eye out on the outside of the house. Mm. So. Paranormal activity too. They put it on the front door that morning. August 29th, they literally like get up on a ladder and put it above the front door. You can see it, but like only if you're kind of looking for it because it's just like a little tiny like field camera is what it's described as. So it's like motion activated. It takes the pictures. It stores them on the device. It's not like being transmitted to anything. So it's 11 p.m. now. The motion-activated lights go off. Oh, I didn't mention. They have motion-activated lights all around the house. Oh, my God. They go on and off um, a lot. Because of squirrels. Because of animals. Because the branches on the trees move too close. Because it's raining too hard. There's, like, I I had motion-activated lights on my house. I'm sure you also had motion-activated lights on your house. Backyard, one light. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, I had the one in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I had the one in the yeah. backyard. And it goes on sometimes, and there's nothing there. Yeah. But um, but you're, you're afraid every time. But it's scary. <laughs> it's yeah. It's frightening. And now imagine it's the 29th. You've been being watched actively since the 2nd. Mm. There's knocks on your window, and now the lights are going off. Every night. I'm dead. Fuck I'm, that. I hate Fuck this. That. This is so scary. So... 11 p.m., the motion-activated lights go off. So there's a bunch now. And Tony has the receivers in her room. And she marked with a post-it note on each of them, like, where that light was. So she could, like, track movement around the Shut house up. and know where they were. Yeah. Because she had to do a lot of this work herself. The cops would show up every time they were called. They would walk around the house. They wouldn't see anything. And they'd leave. They would leave. They'd come by maybe a couple hours later, do mm-hmm. another walk around the house. But there's not much you can do if you're not seeing anyone and if they don't know who it is beyond they told them to keep a journal with like all of the incidents mm-hmm. of like anything happening so they could like build a case once they were to like get like a more, more I don't know, information. Yeah. yeah. Pointed evidence or whatever. Once they were murdered. Once something happened and yeah. When, the, when it was time to build the case, they're going to need the case. It is 2011, so there is stock, there are stalking laws in place. Okay. That's important because okay. a lot of the time when you go over like true crime stories and it's like the 80s, they're like, huh? I understand you're being stalked and we know exactly who it is, but we can't do anything until they touch you. Yeah. That's not happening. If they were to have a suspect, they could arrest them and it is a felony charge of stalking. So she watches the first receiver go off. Steve, the father, jumps up puts his clothes on real quick and rushes outside. So she watches as the first like couple lights go off and it's clearly like a person walking around the house or mm. something moves around the house. Mm, why did you say something? 
because it could be her dad, right? Her dad went outside. No, to the dad. The dad's inside now, <gasps> and he. So he goes rushing after. So then she doesn't see that first move movement again, but she does watch as he goes around the house. So like she's, it's like the click, click, click as the, yeah. the the four lights go off, as he runs around the house. But there's like the stalker is never seen again. Yeah. Quick pause. I fully have chills and tears. In my this is literally yeah. so scary. Same. And this is, these are just, I only could put in a couple of incidents and I only put in the ones that like, I only put in like a couple of them and there are pages and pages and you could get lost on this woman's blog for days, days. Send it to me. I will. She like posts, she posts every day. There was something from 11 hours ago when I went on there. No. It wasn't, it wasn't about, it wasn't like a, a day post like she's done posting like the day posts okay. but like she's posting things every day of like pertinent information of other cases that are similar to or like oh my God. anyway so steve comes back in after he does like the, the go Round. around to the perimeter house. check yeah he comes in they watch some more and this goes on no over no. and over and over again for Oh, like the whole hour, they sit back down, the lights go off, someone walks around the house, he runs outside, no one's there. He comes back inside, the lights go off, he comes back and he goes back out, no one's there. <gasps> Literally, the quote is, this all repeats Stop. itself over and over, I lose track of how many times. So they call the cops, they show up like after midnight, they search around the back of the house, and then they leave. So... After the cops leave, they're like, oh, my God, we have that camera. We just put that up today. Did we forget? They forgot. It was new. Like, okay, this yeah. wasn't part of the routine. Like this, oh, this him running outside was fully a routine at this Beth point. Gales, Gales. They've been doing this for days. Jesus. Like this happens. It's literally I, I can't even begin to touch on the sheer fucking volume of how many incidents there are of this stalker just creeping around the house. But no, so, literally never spotted though. Just so just that they evidence. go out to get the camera, okay. and they have to like physically go and climb up and get the camera. So yeah. they have to go and get the ladder and get up the pull the camera down. Get out the screwdriver, undo the hatches. Uh, yeah, flip on the drip drip and see. It. Sorry. <laughs> Either. No more of that. No, <laughs> no, you need to break up this crazy because it's stressful. <laughs> okay. So they put it into the computer. They have 12 pictures. Only the Only last 12. four okay. have no, something in them. Because they, like, they take pictures whenever there's something, something moves in front of the yeah. thing. So like a car driving past the front door would set it off. Mm -hmm. So let's only talk about the last four. They're the only pertinent ones. The first two show the cops leaving the front door, walking away. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's at 12.43 in the morning. Okay. The second picture is taken at 12.44 when the second group of cop leaves. When was the first picture taken? 12.43 and then 12.44. A minute. So like, like literally like could be seconds apart. That's just the timestamps on the photos. Less than two minutes later at 12.46, a figure is seen leaning no. on one of the cars in the driveway his face is blurred as it turns to look at the camera. Shut up. So the reason the face is blurred is because these cameras glow red when they take a picture a because it's in low light vision. So they have to do like the night vision thing. Mm -hmm. So you would be able to see it. Oh. So he sees the light 
the little light go off. His face turns to look at it, and it snaps the picture with his face moving, so you can't see his face. Or he was looking at it, and the light turns red, and he snaps his face away in time to blur his face. Because he saw the light. That could, in theory, happen. That's but terrifying. his face is moving, because like he sees. Yeah. And the immediate next photo, which is, again, like less than two minutes away, shows the camera being knocked to the side as he throws something or shoots something or something hits the camera. He tries to knock it down. Oh, my God. He does not manage to knock it off of the thing to, like, grab it and run away with it, which is probably the goal, I can imagine. Yeah. But, um, because he doesn't know what that first picture got. Like, he doesn't know if they just got a picture of his face. Yeah. But... The literal, the next, the photo, even though it's blurry and like you can't really tell, shows the cop car headlights fading away into the distance. That is how soon after they left that he is at that front door. So he watched the cops show up. He watched the cops walk around and from a safe distance or wherever it was that he was waiting and hiding and watching this house, he comes out and does what he needs to do. She's also watching the dad run around with this fucking chicken with his head cut off the entire time. Yes. Waiting for him to go back inside just to set the lights off again once they get settled back in. And he's leaning on a car? He's like... Casually? He's like, like this is my watching. yard. This yeah. is my house. This is terrifying. Yeah. This is literally the stuff of my nightmares. So the cops are called back. There are tears in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, the fuck. The cops are probably like furious because they're like, what the fuck? But they just take the pictures... Like, they take them, they walk around the property again, scan for evidence, find nothing, can't do much else. Widen your perimeter. He's obviously watching you. Yeah. So widen the search a little bit. Yeah. Jesus. They're on a cul-de-sac. Cole's de sac Is Is it a neighbor? So, like, a roundabout. What if it's a neighbor? I'll get into, like, the possible suspects. So, it's it's like a really small suburban town... Uh, she grew up. No one was locking the doors. They like said that at this time, they're clearly locking all the doors. Uh, they also have a keypad activated front door. So like, it's not even a key. Like you have to know the code. It's physically one person who can like put the code in. I don't know. I feel safer with that. Like if I know someone's watching me, what if I misplace my keys or they take my keys or they follow me out and they like snatch it from my purse. There's a keypad so you can, it's a keypad. I'm putting in like the six digit pin or whatever. Like I'm doing it. Or what if the moment of me looking for my keys is like distracting me enough? Yeah. I mean, you can like do a keypad and like scan while you do it. You're also saying they have these precautions, but you also told me at the beginning that she's dead. So I did do that. They, he gets to her and that is fucking terrifying. This is like when a stranger calls. Yeah, I really, I thought, I played with not telling you that she was dead, but I needed to talk about where I got all of this information because sure. it's, depending on who you ask, maybe credible, maybe not credible. Fucking calls coming from inside the house. Did the mom do it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm stressed out. Yeah, I can tell. Um, so the stalking just escalates from there. Some days go by without incident. Other nights are literally filled like every 20 minutes the lights go on and Tony records it. She like every single time a light goes off, she notes which light it is. She writes it down in a little journal. She notes which light it is. So I don't think these people are sleeping ever. But also like could you sleep if you knew someone was like circling your house at all Fuck hours? No. Throwing rocks at your college age daughter's window? No. 
So God, just act already. I hate the, the fucking suspicion. The, nope. Suspense. Suspense. I'm drinking. If that was <laughs> adamantly clear. <laughs> so September 1st, they find a footprint outside the house. They take a bunch of pictures. <laughs> Are you okay? Dominic just took a big drink and then proceeded to turn back to the cup and pour it back out of their mouth into Spit. the cup again. Just politely poured it back. I'm sorry. I don't know how how the footprint made it worse. Why was the footprint so bad for They you? know he's there. But, like, I just... The proof? Yes. Just the physical evidence? He probably, like... It's, like, such a deliberate plant, too. <laughs> there was also just a noise in my apartment, and Dominic lost their mind. I have to I'm sleep on here. edge. <laughs> it's a planted footprint. He this made, like, a special... He got a special shoe, and he, he's, like... Trying to frame so I don't know. Forget it. Forget about me. We're in a haunted apartment. We're all gonna die. There's fully noises happening. Shayna. Oprah, can you hear me? I mean, I have a roommate and a boyfriend Shut and a cat in this apartment two right cats. now. <laughs> two cats. Two cats. So anyway, anyway. Okay. September first. We're fine. Dear diary. They find a footprint. So Morgan's nephew is over. Like literally everyone's getting involved. The whole family knows about this, like obviously. A lot of, like, all of Morgan's friends know there are times that she, like, is getting someone to follow her home at night to make sure that no one's following her, like, car. Mm -hmm. It's really, like, clearly affecting every single aspect of her life. And, like, how could it not? <laughs> you She's know? being hunted, and everyone knows it, but no one can do anything it's about it. Crazy. That's insane. Scary. It's so scary. So Morgan's nephew looks at this footprint and is like, oh, I know that footprint. I've, I've seen that. So the sole of the shoe he recognized. Uh, I didn't write what brand of the shoe they were. Nike, it wasn't really important. It. But um, <laughs> just stalk her. He was like, That's I know terrible. exactly what these shoes are. So let's look around the neighborhood and see if anyone walking by has these shoes on. Okay. Case the joints. So the next car that passes is Why is this kid looking at soles of shoes? I don't know how old he is. He's the stalker. But maybe that's his thing. I don't know. Sure. Foot fetishes. Uh, so he the next car that passes is like a small silver car and he's like, that one, I'm gonna go see who's in that. It pulls up into a house just a couple houses down in the cul-de-sac and a man gets out, so this boy runs over and is like, Hey, man, <laughs> you need your lawn mowed? What's going on? Okay. So he can, like, look down at his wow, shoes. Wow, this kid is slick as butter. <laughs> right, I'm fully into it. I'm so into it. So the man is wearing those <gasps> shoes. Dun-dun. Bom, bom. This his Hardy name? Boys ass Nancy Drew motherfucker <laughs> on the case. I know he got it. So he's like, I don't know, hopes that this man doesn't actually need his lawn mode and just That's runs back I'm home. A major clue. <laughs> I am the Hardy Boys ass Nancy Drew of drag. So this man doesn't actually live in this house. Well, he kind of lives there. It's his girlfriend's house. Okay. So he's there a lot. Mm. But uh, his name is Keenan Van Ginkle. Absolutely not. Which just, Van first Ginkle. of all, sounds like a Gossip Girl character. No. Does it not? Fully. What kind of name is Van Ginkle for even a fictional character? 
He's a real character. Well, I mean, like you said, he sounds like oh. a Gossip Girl character. I know. And I'm like, would Gossip Girl right, name a character like Van, Van Ginkle? Ginkle? It's Ginkle that ruins it. How you, is it? Is it E L or is it L E? E L. Okay. See, if it was, if it was L E, it was a fake name. Uh, e L makes it credible for some reason. It's slightly, slightly more credible. Yeah. You're right, Ginkle. <laughs> you're right. I don't know why you're right, but that's true. <laughs> so that's just the truth. <laughs> This is kind of like the moment where it seems like Tony and Steve and probably also Morgan, but like, I can't really ask her decide that it's, (sighs) you can't like all of this is from her mom. Yes. You don't know if she was a hundred percent, like it was clearly Keenan, but Tony and Steve decide it was him. Like from then on every like, yeah, pretty much case closed. Whenever there's anything going on, they look outside the window, see if his car is in the parking lot. If it's not, they make a note of it. If it is, they make a note of it. They take notes when he comes home. Like, they like start adding him onto the list of things that they're keeping on in the journal. Mm-hmm. Like, the lights go off. They just throw open the window and go, Van Ginkle! Yeah. Ginkleberg. Like his name into the night. Also, with every single blog post, like, recollection of the day, she Adds on at the bottom, highlighted his work schedule, because they ha- they have records of his work schedule. They got, like, the cops got his work schedule. So the cops didn't get him, too? They looked into him. Okay. Because the mom was like, clearly it's him, and the shoe thing, and, like, there are just a couple other things that they were like, he lives down the street. I'll get into the couple other things. But she, like, keeps on the bottom of every post, she's like, yep, he wasn't at work this day, so it could have been him. Okay. Or he was working 15 minutes because he did, he worked the night shift at the grocery store. So, like, the 1243 incident where he was, the ca- the camera took the picture of him, they were like, that could have been him. He had to be at work at 1 o'clock, but he only works five minutes away. He could be on his way to work that he decided to, like, swing mm. by. Because he didn't live in that house. He just right. was there a lot. He spent the night there a lot, but, like, he did have a home that wasn't that one. Another reason why they think it was him is his girlfriend is believed to have keyed Morgan's mom's car in February of the same year with the word bitch. The car was keyed. Someone keyed the mom's car and wrote bitch on it. It's also the car that Morgan drives when she drives a car. Okay. She doesn't have her own car. So that could be the stalker months prior because like i'm sure the knocking on the window wasn't like day one the stalker just decided to show up you know what i yeah, mean yeah there's probably yeah. a lot of preamble before he, he decided to act to preamble. introduce himself yeah that's a good word <laughs> anyway a lot of it's just really weird but they do the cops look into keenan they fully look into him like he is introduced as a suspect in all of the police reports that i was able to read Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get me with this Law and Order SVU storytelling you're doing. I know he's. It's the first sub. It's the first suspect, so it's not him. Don't try to get me. You can't get me. <laughs> it's never that. the first. It's never the one that you're like. Oh, it's them. I think your first problem is you thinking that I have any sort of structure in my life, um, and that this isn't chaos on the page being presented as a story. So in October. Uh, they start, like, there's a mention that Danny starts spending the night every once in a while. That's Morgan's boyfriend. Okay. He also, in October, sends a message to Keenan and threatens him and is like, we know you're doing this. Like, you gotta stop it. Cyberbullying him. Yeah, and they, like, exchange a couple messages and he, 
Keenan answers on his phone and the mom makes a big point of saying that it's like a mobile message and not from his computer because a couple like there is knocking on the window that night and the, the lights do go on and off. So they're what? like, he wasn't on home at his computer. What year is this? 2011. Okay. So desktops were still being used mostly, I think. Uh, she had a, like a MacBook. Sure. She had a MacBook and they had a family desktop, but like desktops were just being like closed out. I feel probably. Like. So, yeah. yeah. It's not abnormal. It was still very it's, much it's, a thing in, in 2011. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, so it wouldn't be weird that he's not posting on his own. His no, desktop. it wasn't weird that he was like responding on his cell phone, okay. but it was. Just, but it's like if he had been responding on his desktop, so they could have been like, "Well, he was at home." It's sure. important to note for his alibi, okay, okay. in relation to like, sure. could he have done this or not? Yeah, it's like, oh, he was responding off his mobile phone, so for all we know, he could have been outside in our backyard texting us. Yeah. Speaking of outside in our backyard texting us, I have another incident for you guys. I know that those are really not fun and super <laughs> scary, and I don't have that many. But October 27th, Morgan wakes up. She's got to let her puppy out. Uh, she doesn't like letting her dog out in the dark because Me clearly neither. she's being watched. Um, and it makes her nervous. Now. For months and months. It's called a puppy pad. Let him go inside at night. And mo- I'm sorry, you started in August, correct? Is that when we started? Or did we start like Yeah, it was months? August. But like but presumably keep- washed for months. months before then. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember? You know? The preamble. That- the scratching on the car. Mm-hmm. The car keying incident was in February of that okay. year. So oh. possibly since before February. But that also could be unrelated. I don't know why they thought it was the neighborhood girl. I don't remember. Like, I couldn't really find any reasoning for it. It was just like stated that she keyed the car and they were like, that definitely happened. And then when they found out that the stalker was living in the same house, they were like, oh my God, that's definitely like, that's another reason why it would be him because the the girlfriend has a problem with us. Okay. So maybe they both have a problem with us. That's also when Tony starts to get us. That's when Tony says that they're like working as a team, like the girlfriend and Keenan. And I don't really know what the statistics are on stalkers being a boyfriend, girlfriend couple. Not. Doesn't seem very likely. Yeah. Just because like, it doesn't. I mean, a lot of like stalkers are typically the same age as the victim. Mm. Typically a white guy. Sure. You know what I mean? Like all of the statistics are he's a single man trying to fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't really line up with a girlfriend well, being involved. I mean, he could be like spinning this narrative for her about you know, some finding some way to justify justify this. Like it could very easily see like it being some kind of like weird joint campaign where it's like, Oh, she lives in the neighborhood and doesn't like this one neighbor because she's, you know, for whatever reason and her boyfriend's coming over. And so she's ranting about her neighbor. And then he's like, Oh, I'm going to feel this fire and use it to sort of smoke screen my motives. So I don't have to hide it from my girlfriend. Yeah. I can be like, Oh, I cased their house because we're going to fuck with them or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's something that she feels like she's a part of. Like maybe she did key the car, but it was like, Something she's like, okay, I'm gonna key. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I still yeah. don't believe he did. Well, all, all we have is a shoe print to go off of. Correct? Is that all we have? The shoe print. Yeah, in the narrative that he did it, that and that they're a team. That's pretty much it. Okay. But which could also very easily be like, this guy has this shoe. I'm gonna buy this shoe. Make put this print framed. They're popular shoes. Someone in the house owned those shoes. Okay. Need I say more? Someone in the house is trying to frame someone else. <gasps> 
So like it might have just been that like there was a like someone in maybe her brother snuck out of the house, and like I don't think the brother was living at home. I couldn't really fi- figure it out. They like the mom's very selective with what she puts online, mm-hmm. as I would also be if I had like thousands of tiny web detectives on the internet trying to figure out what happened to my daughter. Yeah, you kind of got to be careful. But whatever, whatever. Anyway, so October twenty seventh, Morgan wakes up. She's gonna let her dog out. She takes the dog out on a leash because she's scared because she's being watched and she doesn't want to leave the house, but she wants to be able to get her puppy inside if she needs to. Right. So she keeps the leash attached and she waits inside the door. So, like, the dog's, like, let out on the leash. Don't you do this to me. I'm not doing this to you. Okay. I'm not killing the dog. I'm not going to kill the dog. No, I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm picturing this. I'm picturing her inside. I'm picturing the dog is on a leash. She can't see. She can't see the dog, and then the dog is gone. Yeah, I'm not killing the dog. Okay, because that also is the horror movie incident I was picturing as I'm <laughs> yeah. reading this. I'm like, the dog is not out on that leash. Are you kidding me? Someone's gonna cut the leash. Exactly. Someone's gonna cut the leash. The, and the leash dog's is gonna, gonna get pulled, and you're not gonna know what's pulling it, and then it's gonna come back slack. I know, bad news. But she looks out and sees a person. Um, Fuck. It's just okay, as bad. A male dressed in all black standing just outside the three foot high fence between like her grill and a post holding up the roof. So she's between, he's between the houses. I'm he's crying. next to the house. He was not there when she came to the door. He just appears out of nowhere. He's standing still and watching her. He does not say a word as he sees that she sees him. She pulls the leash in. Like drags a puppy in. She's like, get in here. <laughs> Mid poo. Mid peep. Who gives a fuck? Uh, there in. is literally a trail of urine across the patio. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally a trail. Like I am citing the mom's entry. Literally. So she literally drugged she the dog. She literally in was peeing. like, get the fuck in here. Yeah, this dog needs to be in the house five seconds ago, and that's not fast enough. Exactly. Like slides the door closed, locks the door, runs to the parents' bedroom, she pees her pants, drops to the floor. Super freaked out. Yeah, that's me. That's what I did when I was. And it's dark outside too, isn't it's it? Pitch black. And she can still see him. That's and so, he's in it's all just black. The shat. She's just sees his silhouette. He's just there. Her eyes just all of a sudden focus, and the shape takes form. And she's like, "That's a goddamn human person." And he, he yes. wanted to. He wanted her to see him. Maybe. He's staying hidden the yeah. entire time. He wanted her to see him. It's very possible. I have to pee. I'm sorry. You've done this to me. You My eyes are pee. peeing. <laughs> My eyes are peeing their pants. So, a thing about that day in particular being the day that he is spotted standing right there next to her house, they had just taken down the motion sensor that's on that side of the house that day to paint it to camouflage it better because they thought that, like, he's able to see them because he so much avoids all the cameras. So, literally, the one day that they take down the wall, the thing, and it's not up there, is the day that he is right on that side of the house. Oh, so, of course. He's like, okay, so I'm going to wait here, and, like, I know this light's not going to go off, so I'm not going to worry about, like, being too seen so I can be Mm -hmm. half seen. (gasps) So, he was watching them take it down, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. (sighs) So, like, he's there all the so time. He's going to know where yeah. they put it back up. Clearly, I mean, he doesn't, like, fuck with them during the day that much because, like, there are reports of him fucking with them during the day, but it's not as much as he shows up at night because it's easier to see people hiding in the woods yeah. next to your house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
The next day, she is followed by a small silver car, which is the same car as the neighbor has. Okay. But also not like a rare car. Yeah. Silver, like a small silver car. That's like every fifth car. Yeah. Um, so from then on, I have like a bunch of just like little things of other reports that were coming through because there's so many. The next, uh, so Friday, November 4th, another photo is taken of a man walking by one of the other cameras in the back of the house. Mm. It looks like it's the same man. Again, the face is blurred and he doesn't try to get the camera down, but he like, he's gone from them. Like he like saw the thing go off and he's like back into the woods or back into the side of the house or wherever it is that he's hiding. You know, do they have like a fence in their backyard or anything? Or is it just like open wood? It's Colorado. So like, not really. You know, like there's, it's not like the woods are behind their house. It's just that there's trees and like a bunch of stuff outside. There's like space between the houses and stuff. So they find a razor blade underneath a bush near the corner of the house where Morgan's window was. Uh, 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 uh. They hear, they start hearing noises on the roof. Oh, no. <laughs> no. They find over the top of the house, the gutter is bent outside of Morgan's window as if someone was leaning on it and hanging out there for a while, like watching her through the window. The cops put a bunch of other cameras up. Nothing of like notice is taken other than those two photos of the stalker. They get like animals, there's deer and stuff. Put the camera in the trees. There's a camera immediately outside of her window. And there are, there's a camera out in front of the house, and there's definitely a camera out behind the house. Like, while all the entrances and her window are 100% being monitored. And she's still staying in this house? They wouldn't send her with other family members or, like, she, friends? She's going to school in the area. You can't really let it fuck up your life that much. You can't just, like, drop everything and move. Yeah. I would drop everything and move, but that's me. You're being hunted by oh, another yeah, human person just, consistently. Like yeah, it's not it's just, sporadic. It's, just it's like consistent. Like it's like this. Yeah. He is at any given moment. It is not unreasonable to think that he's less than 20 feet away from you. Yeah. Like at any given moment. It's yeah. like, um, for months, sand months. my fingerprints off and fucking fall off the grid. Go live in the forest for like, I know it's so scary. Like, uh, run away from my entire life. So scary. I hate I really that. Don't Another incident uh, of the door code being beeped. Beep, 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 beep. Nothing. Beep, 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 beep. Nothing. Wait. Over and over and over again, trying different combinations, trying to get in the front door. Just, you just hear people just what? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. You can hear being from on inside the other the end house. of the door. Being inside, inside hearing inside someone trying your keypad. Someone's just trying your keypad. Just over and over and over again. Over and over and over. They call the cops. Did they look out the people? Is there people? It was so this specific incident, Morgan was home alone. Okay. Oh, no. Why is she ever she, home alone? Right, no, you're I would never be home alone. You're not victim blaming. It's just more of like a holy shit, why would you be home alone? Yeah. I, it's really more me yelling at her parents. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I mean, I would literally I don't know, I would lock myself in the closet. I would padlock everything. She started sleeping in the parents' closet. Hire a person. She slept in her own closet. She was moving around the house a lot. Just make a panic room. Yeah. Like just like that movie with Jodie Foster. Panic room. Yeah. Sure. Thank her. 
Kristen Stewart. Like, uh, if you're going to stay in that house, make a panic room. Is Kristen room. Stewart in that movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. As a little baby. So there's another incident Her where I'm reciting this. <laughs> I wish you'd stop the incidents. Um, where the door codes are being beeped and the mom was home and she heard it and sent the dad out the back door and ran around. But by the time, like, so, you know, cause you can't really like see, you couldn't see out the front window. Okay. You couldn't see out the front door. So there's no peephole. I don't think there was a peephole. That's Bad job. Unsafe. Bad job. Right. But also like, I don't know. What are, the, what are the property brothers doing? Where are they? This is their <laughs> They're fault. installing cameras, but they don't have a peephole so they can't see out their front door before they like have to answer the door. Yeah, I bet they probably just weren't answering the door all that much. Yeah. No sure. one's coming over unannounced. They have a stalker on, on, the prom, on the premises. So, let's get into it. December 1st, 2011. 9.30 p.m. Morgan gets home from her boyfriend's house. Uh, she walks in the door and immediately she like has a fight with her parents no. because uh, she had taken the car without asking that day. She calls her mom a bitch and like runs off to the room, which is like apparently unusual. So her mom goes to the house, goes up to the room and like knocks on the door and Morgan tells her to go away. Uh, a bit later, Steve, the dad goes in to talk and they, they're like able to talk it out or whatever. And she says, I love you. And he goes to bed. No. The next morning, December 2nd, at about 6.15, Tony mm. knocks on the door to go wake up her daughter. She does not respond. She goes into the room and finds her lying there on her stomach, like not answering. She's not able to wake her up. Mm. She calls for her husband to come in. She like runs in and is like, I can't wake up Morgan. Together, they go into her room. They move her to the floor to perform CPR. They give up. She's blue and cold to the touch. Mm. Her jaw is locked, so they weren't able to give her mouth to mouth, and they call 911. So the cops come, the EMT is unable to revive her, and Morgan is dead. So they talk a lot about, let's get into like the specifics of the crime scene and like the autopsy report and stuff. Autopsy, what are the autopsies? Yeah, because clearly they give her an autopsy uh, report because she's 20 years old and dead and has just been stalked for four months Mm -hmm. straight with like police reports upon police reports upon police reports. Documentation with a capital D, mama. 220 something pages of police reports that I had to try and read. It was mostly just like searching specific keywords like i was like door code and i was like where's all the door codes <laughs> how many times were there rocks on the window how many rocks on the window tapping on the window you know like literally so much it's so scary so the door code is really bad that's really gets me like i'm mm-hmm. upset. it's I'm really upset. not good so her room's super messy but like same sure so yeah. it's people are like I see some people being like, they clearly, like, someone rummaged through her room, but it's like, no, she's I a 20-something-year-old <laughs> girl living in her parents' house. Her room's messy. Yeah, I just cleaned my room after, like, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> the there were, med, there were two bottles of medication in her bedroom. They were prescribed to her. The first bottle was amitriptyline, which is an antidepressant. And the second bottle is propanolol, which is a beta blocker. Both are full. Like, they're pretty full. Why are she using beta blockers? I don't know the answer to that. Okay. So, Steve also hands over more of Morgan's medicine that uh, 
gabapentin, which is an anti-seizure medication, but it's also used for anxiety. Okay. Um, a lot of people are like, why is she on an anti-seizure? I'm on, I, I was on gabapentin for a while. Uh, so people are like, why is she on an anti-seizure medication? What's that about? And it's not just an anti-convulsant. It's an anxiety medication. People also say that she was misusing it recreationally because she was taking more than was prescribed to her. But as someone who was prescribed gabapentin for anxiety, they tell, they told me, at least they told me, they gave me, they said that you could take like 300 milligrams a day, but they said, take them as needed. You can go up to a thousand milligrams a day. You could only take two. So when people are like, she was taking 10 of these pills to get high. It's a fucking anti-seizure medication. My dog was on it. Like you can't, mm -hmm. you don't get high. It's not a fun time. It's not a fun time. It just makes your body not do the thing. Plus, right. I'm sorry. She was being hunted by another human person. If she wants to get and a little high, if she wants to honestly. take ten. She also had a medical marijuana prescription. Work. Um, work. Work. Um, week. Week. Oh my God! Did you say week? What accent was that? I don't know. I love her. <laughs> Bjork. Sounded almost like Bjork for a second. All right, let's go with that. <laughs> so at this scene, she had a towel covering her chest. Like this is what the cops noted on in their death report. She had a towel covering her chest underneath because the EMTs had cut off her shirt to try and revive her is what it says on the mom's page. But I called my dad because I was like, why would you revive someone whose like, jaw is locked and they're blue and clearly dead? Mm -hmm. But they also use the same thing to take the vitals when they show up. So they might have not zapped her. But my dad, my dad said, you know, I don't really know. But like sometimes they just use it to take the vital. This is my dad's voice. No, I was apparently. like, that's a good dad voice. Um, Your it's dad voice. a dad voice. It's not my dad. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he said, he said like... <laughs> He said something along the lines of like, they might have just zapped her just cause to try and see if it would work. Make the mom feel so, better. Like, who really knows? Who really knows? But she wasn't. Obviously, they didn't revive her and she'd been dead for a little bit. She was found originally on her stomach. So there's bruising from like blood and stuff yeah. settling in her body. She... I'm reading a quote now. She exhibited a small amount of blood in her mouth. There was mm. a very small red mark on the right side of her forehead. Otherwise, there was no apparent evidence of external trauma. The mom in her reports on the website says very clearly that her daughter's face was beaten and bruised and bloody. She had been punched clearly across the side of the face a couple times and that she had like an injection site somewhere on her body. I don't mm. remember where she said it was, but like none of that is in any of the police reports or autopsy reports that I was able to read and like fully read that she also had posted on her website. So I don't, how did, what is the truth? So what is the truth? How would she, but how would she notice an injection site? Yeah. So like the cause of death in, Oh wait, she, there also was a, smoking pipe on the nightstand with what appeared to be burnt marijuana in the bowl. So there's pot. She'd been smoking pot. It was next to her bed. She so, had a medical marijuana card. She had a medical marijuana card. Okay. Yeah. It's next to my yes. bed. Right yeah. <laughs> but in the autopsy report in the talk screen, they didn't find, they found her negative for marijuana, which is interesting to me. Huh. 
and also like sets off alarms in my brain if they found her negative for marijuana and she was clearly smoking it relatively regularly like what else yeah. did they find wrong like in who the did they test yeah. like what got mixed up what who made a mistake exactly so the autopsy said that the cause of death was amitriptyline intoxication which was one of her medications that she had but she had like an obscene amount of it in her system to the point where it was like that was pointed the tox screen also found nortriptyline cotinine which is like nicotine so she'd been with someone who was smoking or she was smoking herself and then flexoril which is another like antidepressant anti-anxiety some sort of like prescription medication was she prescribed she was not prescribed that i could find but the mom is really secretive about her her medical history okay the mom mentions very briefly on the website that she had carbon monoxide poisoning when she was a child which is weird but she specifically mentions it because they the CO2 levels in the in the house were really really high in the laundry room but she the mom accounts that carbon dioxide yeah, yeah, yeah yes yes carbon dioxide not carbon monoxide carbon monoxide poisoning CO2 is carbon dioxide CO is carbon monoxide. CO then the CO levels in the house were really high Thanks. carbon monoxide is the poisoning um, yes that's true it's the one that you get like the little things so they can sense it because it's odorless and like yeah is it the carbon monoxide sensors yeah yes (laughs) Um, your tone seems really pointed right now (laughs) but apparently that can be accounted for if you think that some chloroform was prepared in the laundry room it can also set off those levels that goes into the mom's theory of what she thinks happened jewelry so the mom's theory let's get into what the mom thinks happened jewelry had been stolen from the room this is only cited in the mom's papers it's not cited in the autopsy report or the police report anywhere that i could see her bottom bed sheet was missing which if that's true that's a lot her pajamas were missing her driver's license and more were taken all the night that she was killed the driver's license was actually later found in her car but the mom still has it on the website that it's taken. So mm-hmm. again, you're leaving some stuff out mm-hmm. to paint a narrative. They also say later in news reports that she's signing like two letters, like sign language with her hands, but your body tenses up when you die. And it says in the police report that her hands were tense as a sign of like having tensed up because yeah. she had overdosed and died. Did yeah. Morgan know sign language? Yes. That's also like Morgan news. did know sign language and she is signing a K and an N. Yeah, that's and fake And they news. say that it's Keenan. Keenan. Fake right. news. But Keenan is, where's the N? And fake they news. know his last name, which is a V. Fake that's news. a bit of a stretch. Fake news? It's a full stretch. It's yeah. fake news. It's fake news. Thank you. I'll lock that in. Thank you. They think that while they were gone from the house between six and eight, someone came into the house and disabled her panic button. Big air quotes because there is not a panic button mentioned until the day of her death. Yeah. But they say that they had a, some sort of like a button next to her bed that would set an alarm off in the mom's room to have someone come running in in case something happened. But they left the house. They were gone during six to eight. The, the, the night before she was murdered before she was murdered. Yes. Between six and eight, they were gone. They came back. They were there for an hour, eight and nine. Nine o'clock is when she came home. 
Okay. So okay. they think between six and eight, someone was in the house okay. because the family dogs were also found locked in the laundry room, which is completely unusual. Her own dog was found locked in her bathroom with her cat. Were there prints? Any weird prints? No, no fingerprints in the house. Okay. That I know of. I don't, they would have fingerprinted. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like, did they fingerprint the pill bottles? Yeah, no, there were n- there were no prints that were found that were any yeah, but like hers obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so her do- her puppy and her cat were locked in her bathroom, which apparently she never does. But she's also let's put this into context a little bit in regards to like it being marked as a suicide. She's exhausted. She hasn't been sleeping. She takes a little bit extra of her medication to try and go to sleep. It doesn't work. She takes a little bit more. Maybe she like accidentally overdosed on her medication so trying to go to sleep. It's classified as a, as a suicide. It's classified as a suicide. Hmm. Her mom firmly believes she was murdered. I believe she was stalked. Not quite sure about the murder. But they think that after everyone went to bed, Morgan's assailant put a rag doused in chloroform over her face. Morgan tried to fight back, but was injected with the lethal dose of amitriptyline. Defensive wounds? No. Tissue under the fingertips? No. No sign of a struggle in the room beyond the mess, but it's messy. It's a a room. Her amitriptyline was an antidepressant, correct? Yes. but But it's injectable as well? There is an injectable form, but the injectable form was not found in her they found the pill form okay. they found like semi acid stomach acid digested. and squished digested is the word that i was looking for not some stomach acid squished semi digested semi digested orange pills that tested for very very high amounts of amitriptyline she took the pills okay. her pills were orange Someone, she took, the pills were swallowed and that's what killed her. And they were her pills. And they were her pills. She was then, her mom said she was then sexually assaulted and then staged, the perpetrator staged the scene to look like a suicide, giving her muscle relaxer post-mortem and dressing her in different clothes. Is the muscle relaxer the anti-anxiety medication or is that just her mom, what her mom said? The muscle relaxer is the flexoril that they found, which is an anti-anxiety pill. Okay. But that was just in her system. Also, her mom said she was sexually assaulted, but was she, was she was sexually she? assaulted? There was no rape kit done. What? I know. Because they ruled it a suicide. Because she wasn't killed. Sure. In Fair theory. Huh, yes. Um, he then took her expensive jewelry sheets and the pajamas she was wearing and left. So... A couple things wrong with that theory. There is a camera on her window. So mm. if he came in or out through the window, they would know. If he came in or out through the front door, they would know. Came in and out through the back door, they would know. There'd be signs. Signs to it. Like, no one came in the house. And if they did, they like... Hacked their way through. Took the cameras out and changed the memory card of the cameras, which is, I guess, in theory possible. Again, it's 12 feet off the ground. He would have had to climb up into it, change the memory card, climb back out and get out of eyesight of the camera before it turned back on again. It's not probable. I firmly think that she was stalked, even though the cops don't. Hmm. The official, like, 
county sheriff's office report is Doesn't that even think she was stalked. What about she the might have not been stalked. The pictures are explained off as two different people walking past the house because any other times sense? there's no pictures taken. You know hmm. what I mean? Like it's only okay. those two incidents where the pictures were taken. I see. She could have been. Well, was the people, first incident the first picture was like like early, right? Yeah. So he knew there was a camera there. Yeah. That's no. why there weren't a lot of I, pictures. I think the stalker was watching them yeah. every day, knew exactly where all the motion activated sensors were, ran in and out of them a couple of times at the beginning before the cameras are up to figure out where they start and where they stop. Cause that's clearly what was happening. Like they were going on and off a lot. Maybe that's like experimentation to figure out the best way to get in the house. Maybe he figured out the door code cause he'd, doing it a bunch maybe he'd watched them a couple more times you know yeah. like he was he could have in theory gotten into the house and killed her don't think it's likely but the mom still firmly believes she was murdered she's been fighting to get the, the her daughter's case reopened she's looking for information all of this is very easily accessible online her name is morgan ingram it's horrifying it's super scary yeah there's way more information than the information that I shared with you. Um, but it's all from the mother, isn't and it? And it's all from the mother. People online think the mom's a little bit off the wall. Well, Her kid's dead. Uh, yeah. Yes. How would you be after this? Yes. After like trying, desperately trying to protect your daughter, setting up all of these different like barricades against the outside world, against the outside influence, and then like your barricades are seemingly untouched and she's just right under your nose. You lose her. Like, uh, regardless of how it happened, that's going to fuck you up. Yeah. Like do a kick flip off that wall. It's like a triple Salco. But I mean, the cops looked into Keenan. Cops looked. (laughs) (laughs) Tens, tens, tens across the board. So like who knows really? That's all. That's all the slides I have. But <laughs> damn. Okay, so how scary is that? Ouch. Jesus, I just can you believe that shit? No, no. Can you believe this shit? No. Can you believe any Which shit? Which podcast are we on? <laughs> <laughs> We're in an alternate universe. Can you believe that shit? That shit. There is. I feel like there. There was no. Was there? There was something that was. Can you believe that shit? Somewhere out there, I think. Shut it down. Well, I'm going to hack Sue. it and digitally burn it out of the internet. I just... Uh, Digital burn attack. After stalking for four months, do yeah. you not... Not including preamble. Yes, not including the preamble. Do you, does it not get to something? Like, does it not, like, all... The stalking could have the been the something. Sh- like, it could have just been a game. The detective was quoted by the mother as having said... Morgan's gone, the stalker is gone. Saying, like, effectively, now that she's dead, the stalking has stopped, it's not relevant anymore to this case, which is beyond crazy if the, if That's a actual detective said that because everything that they would have learned would have told them differently. Mm. But who knows if that actually happened or not. So, One or something else that I that smells fishy, fishy to me. Fizzy. Fizzy. Autopsy is being done on a girl who, like, has been, st- like, stalked for, you know, the past four months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, clearly in this autopsy, you're like, how did she die? 
did, was it foul play or yeah. not? And it's like, if you're asking if it's foul, foul play or not, why would you just skip over something as basic as like a rape kit? Because she was found in her own bed with cameras on the windows that had not spotted any assailant coming in or out of the house. Still though, it totally makes sense that they would not have done a rape kit to well, me. Okay. Well maybe mm-hmm. not a rape kit, but like they would have done an examination to see if there was like, there were no outside like struggle. Like there was on no her body anywhere. No, just yeah. dis- no distress at all. No. So they wouldn't have been like, well, let's see if she was raped instead. You know, like they're also the parents were in the house. And, like, we're hearing rocks being thrown out the window. There were no noises. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, Sam? Well, personally, I'm thinking after 202 pages worth of police reports, they Uh might as well have done the minimal amount of extra work that it took to look into that and see if it was a possibility. Whether or not they actually believed it, that work went into actually making the police reports and, like, doing all of that stuff and saying, we are getting stalked. This is happening. This is real. This is real to us. And for them to just say, oh, you know what, uh, even though this stuff might be possible to like bypass these things that we had in place, the cameras or whatever, mm-hmm. just do that. It's one fucking test. It's one fucking thing that you can do. Yeah. Just extra. After all of that. Like, yeah. If it comes to nothing, it comes to nothing. If it doesn't, if it, then it's a big fucking lead. Yeah, I fully think they should have, like, definitely gone down every avenue and done every single bit of, like, extra testing. Well, okay, I mean, I guess here's my question. In an autopsy, yes, is it literally like a like when you're doing an autopsy, it's a race to find the first explanation that fits, and then you're like, autopsy canceled. She, we found this in her stomach. She had a prescription. She killed herself. Done deal. Or it's like, are you actually examining the body for anything that could point to, you know, what killed her? Well, like, I think like the bigger story, or is it literally just like, Oh wait, we checked her stomach contents. We checked her. We did a tox screen. She had this, she overdosed on this. She she was prescribed. She killed herself. Done deal. Examination closed. I mean, in at, from reading the autopsy report, it looked like they did all of the everything I've ever seen in an autopsy report uh-huh. of like any similar cases. They checked her body, no marks. They checked all of these. They took very detailed description notes of everything that they found on the body. All of okay. this, all of that, all of that. They did the talk screen. They put every single thing about the talk screen on the report. They found a lethal dose of her antidepressants yeah. that she was prescribed. They were like, well, that's what killed her. Mm. Cause of death, overdose. How does someone overdose on pills? They take the pills. Done deal. Suicide done. I guess maybe I was also, in my mind, confused about the difference between like a rape kit and just like checking to see if there's damage. Sure. Like, yeah, no, it's a, it's like a specialized. It's um, a it's a like it's obviously they wouldn't do a rape yeah. kit if they there wasn't damage mm-hmm. like so uh, um, depending on the case uh, yeah it's okay. all very not obviously obviously yeah. yeah okay so yeah that's what i have wow. for you guys you fucked Jesus me up good fucking christ that's uh, i cried <laughs> I like this multiple times <laughs> we uh, there was one point where we were all, all three of us were crying i don't know about yes. you so but all three sam dom and myself were definitely all crying at one point just out of terror so um, you did it podcast yeah. over
You I want mean, it. I think this is the second week in a row I made you guys cry and <laughs> scared shitless. So I think that's going to be the new theme. Jesus. I could live for that. <laughs> I like emotions being directed at my story. <laughs> I like having a reaction. Yeah. React to um, me. You yeah. fully had it with the Michelle Renee because we thought they were all going to blow up. Oh my God. I did have you guys on that one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What a crazy story. <gasps> Woof. Well. It's my yes. turn. What do you have? I, Is it scary? It's Can I relax? Probably no, not. Relax. Knowing yeah. Dominic. Can I ever relax? Knowing me, no. Will I ever get You're to breathe right. on this podcast? <laughs> Wrong podcast for this. Wrong podcast for breath support. So I have... I'm just going to tell you about a woman. I'm just going to tell you about women. No. I like it when you give me a title. You Um, usually do. Well, I'm uh, going to give you a a name of a woman, and her name is Tyra Underwood. Tyra Underwood. Tyra Underwood. Okay. Tyra Underwood. No relation to Carrie. Okay. Okay. So the other, other, other Tyra. The, the The other Underwood. So Tyra Underwood is from Lufkin, Texas. She's known by everyone close to her as Ty, so I've addressed her as Ty throughout the entire... uh, Of course, Ty. Mm -hmm. um, So she's outgoing, outspoken, beautiful, vivacious, unique, and she's described as being never afraid. Yes. Uh, She lived by the mantra, if there is a will, there is a way, which is a good one to live by. And um, she's also an under... Nope, she's an overachiever. She's not an underachiever. Her name hmm. is Underwood. She, her name is, oh, she's an overachiever. Overachiever named Underwood. Yes. Uh, she graduated high school at the top of her class, and she set her sights on the medical field and eventually went to school and became a phlebotomist. Oh, nice. So everything's going well for her, but she's lonely because most of her friends live in Tyler, Texas, which is about an hour and a half away, and it's like the big city according uh, and, compared to Lufkin where she's from. Yeah. But in February of 2014, a friend of Ty, uh, Kenya Darks suggests that Ty move down to Tyler to have more opportunities and be closer to her friends. Yeah. So, uh, Ty agrees and she and Kenya get a job together at a nursing home and they also live together because they're best friends. Oh, so it's a, it's a life changing, uh, decision for Ty to, uproot and move to Tyler, Texas. A typical night for Ty and her friends uh, was going out, drinking and dancing, trying to have a good time, and trying not to sweat off all their makeup. Yeah, (laughs) relatable. Uh, (laughs) Especially in Texas. Jesus. Right. God. Ty was also dating on the side, usually meeting guys through various apps because millennial posts. Relatable. Um, Yeah, it's what? 2014, you said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bear that fully. But the only men that she seemed to attract were men that were married or already involved. Relatable. And she had zero time for scrub lords. Yeah. Because she no was. Scrubs. She, she don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy who gave No love. So known as Buster. She was focused on her career okay. and finding the right man. Yeah. Um, Capital R. Yes. Yeah, she's trying to be a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. All she wanted to be was a nurse, actually. In early January 2015, her dreams were realized, and she was accepted into Kilgore College's nursing program. Nice. That sounds auspicious. Auspicious? Or suspicious? Can it be both? Sure. 
but it isn't. It's just auspicious. Okay. Um, Prestigious is maybe the word I should have used. Yeah. So I like either word. She, They're she's, both good. She's realizing her dreams, you know? Yeah. Things are happening. It's coming together. We're getting to the bad part. I can <laughs> oh, tell God. from the tone, the way that you're talking about her. So January 26th. No. Mm. The uh, date means it's happening. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't Especially with me. If I, if you give a date, something bad is happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was me also last week. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, the night. <laughs> can only be okay i'm oh, sorry geez. i'm bracing myself so january 26 2015 neighbors call 911 to report a car accident no. there is a car crash into a telephone pole Ugh. the lights are on and the engine is running within minutes officers are on scene and they find 24 year old ty underwood sitting mm. in the driver's seat with her head slumped over <gasps> there's blood on the steering wheel the dashboard the front windshield inside the doors and this is when the cops realize that there is no this is no like normal accident obviously they realize that there are four gunshot wounds <gasps> on ty's body and one in the back of her car upon closer inspection paramedics discovered that the bullets were fired at close range and that ty's killer was sitting right next <gasps> to him. Uh, so cops believe the shooter opened fire then jumped out while Ty was driving. Uh, so she was bleeding and her lungs were... Is that what happened? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, it just sounds dumb. Doesn't sound like a, the right plan. Yeah. To shoot someone and then go jumping out the win- the, the car door as it's moving and yeah. like narrowly avoid accident. I don't know. It just sounds like you could do I mean, better. I mean, I feel like we also have to say it's like if murder is the end game, like... There's no right plan. See, but this kind of points towards it not being the end game. Okay. For me, at least. Yeah. I'm also just wildly speculating. I'm sure you're going to tell me the actual truth in just a minute. So mm, she was bleeding out and her lungs were punctured. Mm. So Ty hits the accelerator and the person kept shooting. She was chasing. They were chasing the car and shooting Ty. So obviously whoever's shooting wants to make sure the job was done. Yeah. Uh, there was paint, broken glass, hit mailboxes, and then uh, Ty wrecked into the pole. Mm. Her wheels were dug into the dirt, and the car had been put into reverse, looking like Ty was trying to back out and get away, but uh, she couldn't, so she just... Oh, my God. Bled out. Um, While she's suffocating. Yes. With a punctured lung. That's so scary. Suffocating is generous. More like drowning, like, in her car. Sitting in her car drowning. Yeah. So, every video and documentary I watched, this is where the quote-unquote big reveal happens. And the big reveal is that Ty is trans, and it's not that big of a reveal. It's literally every piece of media I had to... What makes it relevant at this moment? Like, uh, right at this moment? Like, why is it... Just, why she, is that when the reveal well, came now, Because the, the autopsy report is my assumption. Oh! They, my assumption well, is now the police are involved? Yes. Oh, okay, I see. When the police get involved, it's like, and then they realized that Ty... And I'm just like, um... It's just like, Ty was actually born, and I was like, nope, I don't care about that. I don't care about any of the way that they tried to word any of as that. As soon as yeah. I hear Probably. actually bur- born, I'm like, okay, tune it out. I don't need to know 
what her name was when she was born yeah, no, because that's not who she was when she died. It's not who she wanted to be. That's not the person she broadcasted to the name. world. That's not her fucking name. It's not her identity. It's not who she is. Exactly. So that's a yes. So Ty's trans. That's okay. It. So good to know now. That's when the, like, okay, I get it. There was money left out in the open and nothing appeared to be taken. So officers ruled out a uh, robbery and they assumed that the killer was someone that Ty knew because they were so close to her in the, in the car. So uh, police found Ty's oh. phone in her car, but there was a passcode on it, and they couldn't get in, and it eventually died, so they couldn't... Um, Are you trying to tell me they'd never looked at her phone? At the mo- pr- present oh. moment? No. Okay. The, this is still when they, they were finding her body okay. uh, in the car. So... Police start to question the only person that they know has a personal connection to Ty, and that's Kenya Darks. And they ask about Ty's relationships and if there's anyone that would want to hurt her. And Kenya tells police that Ty was recently seeing a guy named Carlton and that he had spent two or three nights at their apartment. And she says the only reason Ty would have left the house that night would to see her boy- would be to see her boyfriend Carlton. So, uh, police do a little digging and discover that Carlton Champion is a 20-year-old freshman at uh, Texas College. He grew up with a pretty bad childhood, got into some trouble as a youth, but toward the end of high school had found some stability and was accepted into Texas College. Uh, He moved to campus, moved into a dorm, and then made the football team. And uh, a reporter, Corey McCoy, which is the name... Um, he said that we kind of revere football players around here. We hold them to a higher standard. We put them on this pedestal. And especially when you have a college that small and a community that small, the person is really thrust into the spotlight. But, I mean, that could be said for any town ever. Sports will always be like, and football players will always be held to this high yeah. fucking standard. But specifically the towns. South, for, Southern yeah. small towns college football is Everything. 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 College sports in general in towns like that, like the bars all show every single game. Mm. Like it's everyone goes to watch the games at the school when they're like, it's a, it's scary. Hmm. It's scary. I don't understand it. Well, anyway, police questioned Carlton about Ty. Uh, Carlton said that he had only met Ty once saying that he did not know that she was trans, and uh, he said that Ty drove a white car that he had never been in. Police asked Carlton how he communicated with Ty, and uh, it was through the app Kick. But strangely enough, Carlton says he deleted Kick from his tablet just that morning. So there's no communication between them. If cops want to see who Ty is chatting with, they have to get through her phone. So they charge her phone, and they start guessing at her... um, pin risking losing all her data permanently but can't they like plug it into her laptop or isn't there someone they can call ghostbusters um i don't really call phone busters apparently not they didn't they just spent their time trying to okay guess it but they guess it and they 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 get her their passcode to get her passcode um and they open her phone and they see her communications, her texts, her instant messages, her kicks, including conversations with Carlton Champion. So it's obvious that Carlton is lying about not knowing who Ty was. He is lying about not knowing that Ty was trans because Ty had been very clear about who she was 
and she was not ashamed or anything, and the text messages revealed that. Mm. So the text also revealed that their newfound romance was about to change. Mm. <laughs> On the night of the murder, Ty's messages with Carlton grew darker. Ty accused Carlton of cheating on her and she furiously texts that she's on her way up to uh, his school and that Carlton replies, no, you're not. And then the phone reveals Ty's final messages to Carlton, including I'm here. So cops use that to text, use that text to place Ty and Carlton together the night of the murder. So it's discovered that Carlton Champion Jr. killed Tyra Underwood because he was afraid that his quote unquote secret was going to come out. That his relationship, if his relationship went south, everyone was going to find out that he was in a relationship with a transgender woman and that he could not take that thought. So he was embarrassed about dating a woman. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, it's legitimately so unfathomable to me, but I know that's because I am queer and I understand basic human fucking decency i guess yeah i don't okay so carlton insists that he never left his dormitory room the night of the murder but uh cops go through the surveillance tapes and he is cruelly seen exiting his dorm right before the murder and then returning home just minutes after ty is left shot and bleeding behind the wheel the timestamps on those surveillance tapes were narrow wait how far away is his school from where her body is found? It's it's nearby. It's close enough where they'd be like, where she's probably going back. to see, yeah, going to see someone at the school. So it was just enough time for Carlton to leave the campus, commit the murder, and then return within mm. uh, the parameters. So uh, the DNA sample from inside Ty's car comes back from the lab, and they find Carlton's DNA on the seatbelt and the door handle inside the car. Which is, of course, the same car he said he had never been in. Mm-hmm. So cops think he'll crumble over the overwhelming evidence. Mm-hmm. But Carlton dodges through question after question mm-hmm. without showing a single sign of remorse. Mm-hmm. He just constantly repeats that he's hungry and wants a fast food burger. It says fast food burger. I'm guessing probably McDonald's. He said McDonald's. Yeah. Well, where are they? Tyler, Texas. Whataburger. Whataburger. Whataburger? Whataburger. Whataburger. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> a confession never comes from um, Carlton, but there's enough evidence to put him in front of a jury. Oh. He kind of laughed and chuckled the entire time, said Kenya Darks, Tyler's friend. You see his lawyer kind of tapping him, telling him to be quiet, <laughs> straightened up, sit up, and things like that. But he mostly took it as a joke. Carlton Champion Jr. was found guilty of first-degree murder. He well, could- even if you're not, even if you literally have no idea what's going on, you're like, I didn't murder this woman. I don't even know this woman. I'm mm-hmm. on trial for her murder. You're not laughing. Yeah. You're panicked. You might go to jail. And if you did do it, fucking act, act not guilty, you asshole. Uh, he could have received as little as five years for some strange reason, oh, but... What were they trying him with? First-degree murder. Okay. All right. But after another outburst of arrogance in court, he was sentenced to life. Thank you. Because he pissed off the judge? Yeah. But uh, even that life sentence doesn't stop him from 
taunting members of Ty's family as he leaves the courtroom. So he's oh. a fucking piece of shit. Oh. Obviously. Gross. Tyra Underwood was among the first of 21 transgender women reported murdered in 2015. Oh. That's reported murdered. And sadly, that number grew to 27 in 2016 and 28 in 2017. And nearly all of the victims were transgender women of color. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to put out that there is a trans lifeline. That was recently created, I believe, either this year or last year. It's a crisis hotline by and for the transgender community. You can visit them at translifeline.org or call 877-565-8860 if you are trans and just need to talk to someone. Um, That was the death of Tyra Underwood. And I'm sorry. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. I, I think it's important, though, that we yeah talk about our trans sisters and trans yeah. brothers out there mm. and non-binary she was like trans our people. Age. Yeah, she died at 24. I have kick downloaded on my phone. I used to. I didn't do kick, actually. I mean, kick, kick is very it's much just a, a don't communica- tell anyone we're talking about. Yeah, app. it's like a communication. It's like texting, but like secret texting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thanks. Ouch. Yeah. Thank you though for that because it's important to, it's like most people don't hear about this kind of shit or their eyes glaze over it. Yeah. No, I hadn't heard that story. I thought it was, I thought you were being real sneaky Mm -hmm. and I didn't know where you were going. Same. I thought you were talking about Eileen Warnos was dating a Thai. Okay. And I was like, are you trying to back end get us over to fucking Eileen Warnos over here? I was mad about it, but you took me in a completely different direction. I saw you squinting direction. at me. I know. I'm, I'm over here like, you bitch. <laughs> but that's not what you were doing. Tonight, Thank you, though. Yeah. Tonight is the crying episode, I guess, for me, because I've been leaking, leaking <laughs> big time over here. Whew. It's a lot. That is a lot. Can you believe this shit? Can you believe this shit? Thank you, Dominic, for... <laughs> Reaching out with that story. Uh, I also want to say that Ty's family was completely supportive of her in all of her endeavors. Fuck yeah! And she was a she was a great girl. Righteous. That's delightful. (laughs) Sorry again. Yeah. Oh. Who's next? Can you believe this shit? Did I say that? Can yeah? We said it. Okay. I don't think you did. Yes, you did. Listen. it's been said. It got said. (laughs) Yeah, you better believe this shit. It's happening. Do you have something? Do you have a different mood for us? Yeah, I got an upswing for you. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a legend. A legend. A legend. What type? She goes by the name. This legend's name. Okay. The legend. Okay. The name of this legend <laughs> that she goes by. <laughs> it's the legend of the Bell Witch. <sighs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you not do the Bell Witch already? <laughs> I have not yet done the Bell Witch. I also asked myself that question very seriously before I started the research. I was like, I'm almost positive maybe I did this, but did I? I don't know. Okay. Um, I almost did once before, but this is just like one. Did you claim the Bell Witch? I don't, know. I don't think so. I like no, I because I fully, before I did Ty, had to like, I was like, delete Bell Witch as. I like fully started typing it out and I was like, mm, I don't want to do it and deleted it 
like off by drive. And, and then, then my so brain was like, today, <laughs> today could have been the first issue. Yep. Almost. But it wasn't. Almost. You want to know why? Because you were quicker than that. Gotta be quicker than that. Bring me that witch. You did the Salem witch trials. So you did talk about witches. Yes. This Perhaps is, honestly, I mean, the Legend of the Bell Witch is a legend about a poltergeist more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one second to get my life in order. All right, everyone, ladies and germs and gents and jankers. Am I a germ or a janker? It's up to you. Okay. <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure kind of deal. Um, all right, so. <laughs> the gender drop down box? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the Bell Witch legend. All right, let's get right into it. It was in 1817. There is a farmer. His name is John Bell, and he lived with his fam on a farm where farmers tend to live. Sure. In Robinson, Robertson, sorry, Robertson County, County, Tennessee, with his wife Lucy and their nine children. Uh, too many. Too, way too many. Um, nine nine too, many. too many. Yeah, way too many. Sisters. I mean, I guess Sisters. if you live on a big-ass farm. Ass farm. You can, like, be like... Go on, get like, scurry out, go play in the forest. I don't know. <laughs> go milk yeah, a that goat. Is, <laughs> that is what you say to your nine children in the 1800s. Go yeah. milk a goat. Go milk a goat. Don't so, touch my cow. Don't you touch need- my cow. Um, <laughs> so Bessie. Bell's family living their normal life until all of a sudden, just seemingly out of nowhere, they noticed peculiar activity that Ooh. started to set them all on edge. And it started pretty like low key as it normally does. Uh, the first, the disturbances were just so slight that no one paid that much attention. It was like knocking and scratching sounds on the walls and mm. like better ignore it. I mean, <laughs> like it's, they sound like animal sounds. Like it could have been, you know, they don't know. At first it was low key. We've the children the children thought that they heard like rats they said it sounded like rats chewing on the walls and like the bedposts and stuff but what like what year is this it, 18 early 1800s oh okay yeah. so this is normal yeah yeah this is where real throwback yes yes mm-hmm. <laughs> this is it's like not that out of the realm of possibility but okay. i mean they look around and it's like they hear the sound as though you would be able to look and see the rats right there but no such it's like you can't see the source but it's like it sounds like it's coming from where you should be able to see the source you know what Gross. i mean yeah like phantom soundings i would have called the cops <laughs> it's 1817 what's a phone Ew, you're right <laughs> yelled to the constable constable <laughs> light the uh light the peril bonfires like uh, notify the town the peril bonfires circle the wagons <laughs> so but nothing could be found to that could account for any of these noises like no rat droppings no like signs of pests they're like what the fuck i forgot raps rats poop raps poop yeah. Yes. So it's like this really wasn't causing that much excitement. It was just something like mostly the children noticed. They it started to escalate. They heard loud scratching sounds on the floor, and it's like apparently sounded like an invisible dog scratching its way, like like oh, scratching no. intensely on the floor. You um, know, like invisible dogs. No, just that noise. Sure. It's like a, a dog scratching noise. against one spot on the floor, and it's like hearing that, but no dog. Can I feel the dog? Like reach out and like pet it. Like there's a ghost dog. No, yeah. it's just like you. It's this. It's it's just in. You hear the scratching sounds, but no such dog. Okay, it's like, sure. But the scratching sounds are so like vivid. It's like 
there's there's a dog scratching right here. So I just no, can't see it. No, that's a no for me. The answer dog. is no. Yeah, yeah, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> this is a story, Dominic. I'm sorry. Do not try to debunk it, <laughs> like because it won't be a challenge. <laughs> um, Jesus. The perspective I'm giving you, it's not gonna. I don't got facts for you. I don't. I don't have evidence. But anyway, okay. So they also heard sounds like like flapping, like an invisible bird was like flapping around the ceiling. So no. a lot of like animal. Yeah, theme. It's all animal. It's noises. very animal theme in the in the beginning. Um, <laughs> sometimes they would also hear like more animal the sounds of vicious dog fights, uh, oh. like like close to the premise of their house. I was just about to ask no if they were just hearing like general noises and they were like oh i've once heard a bird make this noise but no they were straight up animal noises animal noises like dog nights like dog fights like you know and it's like hearing the noises it wasn't like oh there could be a dog fight out in the distance it's like no this sounds like a dog fight in my backyard but there's no dog fight in my backyard like what the fuck i don't like it okay so like i said the disturbances mostly took place in the middle of the night when everyone was in bed and all the lights were out so there'd be these horrible noises at night and then it would wake everybody up and they turn on all the lamps and start to investigate and figure out what was going on but as soon as everyone got up the like the disturbances would full stop and they're like the fuck go back to bed put out all the lights start up again what if they kept the lights on and they went to bed they didn't oil is expensive <laughs> the oil lamps that's true yeah and it's like they run out of oil <laughs> Like <laughs> you can't just keep them lit yeah. indefinitely. It's like what happens when you don't have any oil, and then there's like, well, they just take more at this point. They weren't really worried about us running out of natural resources. True, <laughs> um, they didn't know better. So the father, John Bell, was very concerned about people in the town and his neighbors thinking that him and his family were like crazy. So he was like, "Don't tell anyone about any of this shit. This is not happening. People are gonna think we're crazy. Just keep this under wraps." And as poltergeists are want to do the slow exponential growth of activity turning up that volume so it started ripping the sheets and blankets off their beds while their people were sleeping Mm. the like noises they were hearing were becoming distinctly less gradually distinctly less animal and more human sounding absolutely Um, not like (laughs) instead of hearing like scratching they started to hear sounds like choking and gurgling and coughing gasping sounds like basically it almost it, it sometimes it would almost sound like someone was getting strangled no yeah furniture and it's not like they could google and see if someone hung to no. death in their house Google's or something, even a you thing. know <laughs> um, what's the internet honestly they have no idea why this is happening like oh my god furniture started to move around and get turned upside down like like fucking rocks would get thrown around on their property just like fucking shit (laughs) like the bell witch was hitting her stride and so the farmer had a 12 year old body (laughs) (laughs) okay wait did you say did you say that the farmer had or hid a 12 year old body see you know what just strike the entire sentence from the record (laughs) the farmer had a 12 year old daughter (laughs) oh her name was 
Betsy. She's 12. Okay. Yeah, I'm quite sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to lock in my answer as, as clearly. It's she's, she's the one being haunted. She's 12 years old. Yeah, that part. Definitely. I mean, the rest of the sentence is she was the focus of the worst of the year. Yes! <laughs> Things only really happened when she was around. It was really all yeah. about her. It's, so question. it's that chaotic That's literally energy like of, feeding off that puberty energy. Yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. Now, it's like the question is whether or not it's coming from her or something came and was drawn to that powerful energy and is feeding off of it. Does John, John Bell's the farmer, right? Yeah, he's the dad. Does he have a 12 year old body? (laughs) In his garage or him himself? You mean like, (laughs) um, I don't know. His possession of a 12 year old's body or he himself? I mean, back then his children, especially his daughters were his property. Uh, That's yeah. not yeah, false. Well, yeah, so. That is true facts. Yeah, but okay, so one night, uh, Richard William Bell, one of, the, one of the sons, was awakened by something pulling his hair so hard, he thought the top of his head was going to come off. And so he's That's like... That's not cute. Yeah, no, it's intense. What a way to wake up in the middle of the night. You're fired. Oh my God, that was Sam. Take a walk. It's it's sitting flat on the table. We all heard it. I live for that. If it's on vibrate, it's got to be in your pocket. On the soft surface. Yes. So he's screaming in pain. Um, (gasps) Betsy is sleeping in the room right above his, and she also wakes up at the same time screaming in pain with because something was pulling her hair. I want a super cut of all of the... Dot, 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 Lydia voice. So he was, insert terrible thing here. <laughs> so she's dead. She died. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. she didn't die. She's still here. Betsy is still here. Was she also here? Yes, her hair was also gaining. Yes. It's simultaneous hair pulling wake up. Wig. Wig. So this is the point when the family was like, like the father was basically like, uh, uh-uh, nope, this is no longer something that I'm going to try and just deal with at home and hope it goes away. It's time to actually start to involve neighbors. We need help. Can't keep this under wraps any longer. It's the physical, like, was that like the first incident? That of was the first time someone got hurt? physically attacked, hurt. Okay. So they asked the advice of their neighbors. A friend named James Johnson came to their house. And when he got to the house, like, when James like was in the house, he's like looking around or whatever, and they all hear the poltergeist like he's like talking or something. They hear the poltergeist hiss at him like mm. like like just like I hate you. And uh, fucking James was just like he just clapped back. He's like, "Be quiet!" And the ghost did. Yes, bitch. Um, and <laughs> so like. <laughs> That seemed to have worked, but then... Uh, end of story. No. Cancel podcast. No, I mean, like, it seemed to have worked, and, like, um, like immediately after it happens, like, oh, she she stopped, like, wow. And it's like, oh, that she understands, like, human language, or, like, they the ghost understands human language. That's interesting. Da, 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 da. But then it really just pissed her off. Poltergeists do not like being told to... Or, like, they don't like being ordered. Yeah. They, you ask nicely. Like, maybe you'll be lucky if, if they obey. So it redoubled its efforts of fucking with Betsy. There was literally right there and then a, sl- a like a loud ass sharp slapping noise, and her ch- and Betsy's cheek was all red. So she just I bitch slapped the fuck out of her. Hate that detail in ghost stories because that is so scary. It's really fucking scary. That is so scary. 
like, like, cause you know the feeling of being slapped yeah. by a human hand. Mm-hmm. Then to have that happen to you and be like, clearly just got There's slapped no in the hand. face. Where's the no hand? One I was saw there. no hand. Like that's the kind of thing where your brain would automatically just start panicking because it's like does not compute. Like yeah. that's okay. As someone, okay. I've seen a ghost and I'm actually going to tell the story really quick because it's short. Um, I saw a ghost. Did I tell this story before? Just kidding. Okay. I saw a ghost in Sam's uh, house. What the scariest part is your brain not being able to make sense of what it's like experiencing versus like what it knows. Like I shouldn't have been seeing what I was seeing without hearing the sound accompanied of a person moving. So your brain starts like inventing things. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm screaming. Clear panic. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Could you imagine, like, being with, like, a group of friends and then one of you just gets bit slapped and Absolutely falls to the ground? I was thinking, like, is it... not. Like, I would move states. I feel like it'd be almost more terrifying to be sitting and maybe not really paying attention. You hear the loud-ass clap mm. of a solid bitch slap and you look and your friend is, like, with, like, red over... But no one moved and you're just like... Like, she's telling the story about how her house has been haunted for the past couple of weeks because her dad just now let, like, them tell people. That's not actually what happened. She wasn't a slumber party. It was, I, <laughs> like, the middle of the day. I genuinely would, if someone in this room right now got bitch slapped across the face by a paranormal influence, you, none of you would ever see or hear from me again. I would be so off the face of this planet that that ghost would never be able to track me down. I'd be, I'd enter the witness protection this. I would love to see that. I'm out. (laughs) Fully. I mean, gone. Um, other things would happen. Her hair would be pulled by an invisible hand in front of everyone. You don't touch my hair. No. That's when that that's the pass. line. That's my line. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they tried sending Betsy away to see what would happen to live with family elsewhere. And the activity actually stopped in the house, but it followed Betsy. Uh, see, um, so you can't get away. Yeah, you can't get I away. I didn't say I'm the one getting slapped. <laughs> A completely different response, by the way, if I'm the one possessed. What's the difference? <laughs> I'm out. Okay. Fully, I'm out. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. So. I've said multiple times, I've told my dad, my dad has explicit permission to physically murder my 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 body if i'm possessed if i'm possessed and there's exorcism like if if my non-religious family's like we got to get an exorcist up in here no no you take me out into the back and you shoot me in the alley and we're done and we never talk yes you old old, you old old zeller old old zeller old zeller you're not gonna let me try to get the the demon out no i don't want anyone near my demon i don't want you pissing it off I know how this ends. I've seen the movies. Everyone's getting killed. I will not take that I wasn't onto my in conscience. Any of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I am more than a match for your demon. If you can't protect me from the demon in the first place, well, here I'll I feel design like you a tattoo, coming. and then you'll be good. Will you get it if I design it fully? Okay. <laughs> I was just about to say what you're going to design we're me a gonna, tattoo. We're going to set that intention. Remind me later. Okay, wait. So they Bitch tried left. sending her away. Yes. And that did not work. And her family base, the extended family basically sent her back. Was like, Mark, yeah. nope, we don't want this shit in our house. This is a lot of ghost for one 12-year-old. Like, huh. 
They're like, nope. No. They're no like, thanks. Yes. We like, don't want her no. here. This obviously, sure, now you know that it's attached to her, but it doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact we don't want this evil in my house. Not in my <laughs> Christian home. Experiment taken care of. Great. Happy Perfect. to help. Perfect. Happy to Get help. her out. Here's a bus ticket. Do they have buses back then? I don't, I don't know. Here's they a horse know. ticket. I just don't Here's a know. Horse so the uh, the Bell Witch seemed to take pleasure in developing new and exciting ways to upset everyone. Oh my god! Um, so like strange like lights like orbs would be flickering around in the yard after dark, and it gets worse over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like just new stuff is popping up, like new things like the lights were just like a new add on. Eventually, just like another new thing, as the children came home from school every day, uh, little stones and chunks of wood would like be thrown at them, <laughs> fly at them, and it would hit them, and just like little glancing blows, like nothing that really caused any real damage but just like getting pelted with like little debris and it was always from the same like thicket in their yard there's like no one over there if get rid of the thicket if they threw the stones back into the thicket they would like just get thrown right back like t-h-i-c-c-i-t thick getting rid of the thicket would not have helped mow the lawn it was always from the same thicket Avi. So the witch loved to bitch slap visitors, just like neighbors, because like they had a lot of people coming into the house just to like sort of like witness and be like, oh, maybe what if you did this? Like, I love you know her. what I mean? Yeah, she's like, bitch slap. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe you are taking the side of the ghost you don't believe is real. <laughs> Listen, um, okay, full disclosure. It's kind of difficult to pick sides in this story because John Bell has slaves. So it's like, I already hate him. There are, there are slaves he, on the he property? He has slaves on the property. Do These they people witness enslaved this on the as well? Yeah, there's some activity of the Bell Witch being a huge bitch to slaves. She slimes them. What? To what? Ectoplasm. <laughs> like, like Nickelodeon like, slimes <laughs> them? That's gross. Like foamy, slimy li- liquid was like dumped on one of the little girl's head and it was like really gross and like the the way like the family thought it was like spit like she was like spitting on her that's bad news it's really bad news there's like no real like there's no real heroes in this story (laughs) they all suck and it's fun to watch what else is going to happen. So um, oh most of the activity, the witch mostly focused on the, on the family though. I mean, well, it's reported that it's reported that they mostly focused on the family. That's what is reported yeah. in this, in this specific story, by the way, like this is one perspective. I think I'm like, I didn't, really scour the world for all the information about the bell witch so there i like there was one story that i just recently realized it kind of left out so like one of them saw a dog with a rabbit's head mm-hmm. like which was like one wait of, clarification a black dog with a rabbit's head like he had the head of a rabbit or no, he no, was no, holding a dead a, rabbit. a rabbit's head instead of a dog's head <laughs> okay like a dog with a rabbit head on top Instead. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, and I believe it also talked, but I'm <gasps> honestly not sure. I'm sorry, absolutely I not. Yeah. So um, that's the demon in the house. There's a lot. There's a lot. She would also slap anyone who would try to resist when she pulled the covers off, because that was a regular thing. <laughs> so it's like you try to like <laughs> no. hold on to your covers and then psh, don't you defy me. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, yeah, this is like fucking okay. This is my impression of the fucking Bell Witch. I'm a huge bitch. I'm a huge bitch. Literally, that. 
So they started to hear this like consistent whistling sound that would like gradually sort of evolve and become more complex and start to sound like a voice. It's like, so it was like whistling then sort of turned into like more of like a gasping, like whispery sort of hoarse asthmatic whisper noises you couldn't really understand. And then it started to develop and become more of like a low audible whisper. And she would just like keep that up like almost all the time, but only like, it was like, okay, she was very clearly drawing on Betsy for the power and energy to like, say drunk. No, for the power to like speech because whenever she talked, Betsy would become way more fatigued and like miserable markedly whenever like wow. uh, the, the witch was talking, Betsy would become short of breath and like be prone to fainting spells. But if she did faint, the talking would stop. So if she was unconscious, the talking would stop and like neighbors who witnessed it were like, well, she's a ventriloquist, but it's like, also, if you believe in, like, poltergeist and paranormal stuff, like, poltergeist, she, she could have been, like, using her as a medium. Yeah. Like, she could have just been, like, yeah. talking through her, which would make perfect sense for why when she went unconscious, the voice stopped. What was she saying? Um, I will get to Your that. Your mother sucks okay. fox in hell? I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically. Oh, no! Like, um... I don't have specific quotes for them, but the, I have more quotes coming later. Okay. Molly, you in danger, girl. Yeah. That's what well, she, that's at the same time, said. John Bell, the dad, began to suffer. Like, Tuberculosis. Oh, no. He'd like just <laughs> suffer, period. Like, Dysentery? Like the Bell Witch was was ghost polter attacking him. Ghost polter Smallpox. Ghost polter attack. <laughs> It wasn't smallpox, ghost pox. So specifically, this is also like while she's like the like the talking is starting up, like around that same time, like he would experience these like moments of his tongue swelling up and his jaw would feel stiff as if, quote, someone pushed a stick inside his mouth and it was like causing pressure on both sides of his jaw. Um, Absolutely not. So that's just very a lot. Gradually, it would become worse, like, like worse spells of this, where it would be like, he wouldn't be able to eat for, like, a day at a time. Uh, the witch seemed to be directing more and more of her energy and malice away from Betsy and, like, just directly towards John, the farmer. Like, it's possible that maybe because, like, like, as time was passing, like, Betsy was, like, getting a little bit older into her teen years. But she would spend a lot of time just, like, berating, like, the Blair Witch when she... Blair Witch, yeah. <laughs> the Bell Witch. What she was talking about was mostly just berating how much she fucking hated John Bell, but she called him Old Jack Bell. And well, Jack is a nickname for John. Yeah, which is it doesn't make any sense. The, well, Stupidest the early thing I've ever heard of. I just don't even understand. She, and she would like you know declaring that she would torment him for the rest of his life. And by this point, the voice had graduated from a whisper to like a normal voice, just like this normal voice that would just. A like, normal voice that is separate from their daughter's voice. Yes. Separate yes. from the, it wasn't always coming from their daughter. It would just be like Yeah. Playing oh. on the loudspeakers throughout the house. Exactly. Or sometimes just in a specific room at a specific person. Usually old Jack Bell's room. Like she just really loved to berate him. It like was using bad language and it actually started to like they started to, like there was differences developing and it was like also it, it started to be like there was four different five different voices jesus so like some people think that maybe there might have been a number of spirits besides the bell witch this is these are how the different voices like they actually introduced themselves um while these like voices are developing like they were introducing themselves and the witch went first and she said that she she introduced herself as a witch called old kate bats 
and promised that she would be the death of John Bell. Um, this also sheds a little bit more light because they had a neighbor named Kate who was like an old like woman who was like sort of spinstery or whatever. And was she like, a witch? I don't know if she was actually a witch. What's her last name? That's Bats? in dispute. I do not believe her her last name was Bats, but okay. her first name was Kate. And there she like sold land to him, John Bell, but he like like uh, like shorted her, like shortchanged her, basically, just like did her dirty on the deal. And she like word of mouth said she like maybe put a curse on her on him because like she was still alive while this was going on. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like she died and was haunting him. But could have been a witch curse. We don't know. We don't know. I believe that she was a witch. So I, do I, I can back that story. I'm, that's the shit I can believe. Yeah. <laughs> like that they are cursed by a witch because their dad's a dick. Yeah. Um, That'll do it. Yeah. Hexed the shit out of them. So, okay. The four more voices after Kate introduced herself. They claimed themselves to be the family of the witch. Jesus. And they identified themselves as follows. First was Black Dog. Next, Mathematics. Cypography. 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 Yeah. And Jerusalem. Black Dog had a deep guttural voice. Jerusalem had a voice like a little boy. And the other two were like more delicate and feminine sounding voices. This uh, is so scary. Yeah. Um, also, I'm Mathematics. <laughs> like, that's... Tigers. <laughs> Tag yourself by mathematics. And black dog. <laughs> With the deep guttural voice. <laughs> that is so creepy. Oh my god. So apparently the voices would like to engage in debauchery and like shout at each other. Not the family, but like just drunkenly shout at each other and like the house would smell like whiskey. I'm not joking. So multiple voices at the same time having conversations with each other. Yeah. No. Drunken conversations with each other while you smell risky whiskey. Like these just strangers are partying in your house. Jesus. Mm. But they're also like demons. Was they one are... of them's name is Mathematics. <laughs> like were they on the site of a bar? Like an old bar. Like it, they weren't no. ghosts. These are demons. I mean or could be something. spirits. Like at one point they identified themselves as spirits, but these motherfuckers lie. Lie, lie, lies them in Ellie. You can't like just a, a word term. out there safe. Out their mouth. What? That could be a general term. Yeah, true. A demon could be a spirit. In theory. Sure. So <laughs> if you ask a demon. It was interesting because as time went on, the witch's hatred like just grew for John, but it's sort of like she also seemed she started to become more affectionate to the rest of the family especially his wife lucy like like kind of a lot uh there uh, lucy fell gay ill witch. what i said gay witch yeah gay witch <laughs> well honestly Lucy's, yeah, lucy witch. fell ill and uh the bell witch literally murmured in her room above her poor loose poor loose and showered down hazelnuts on her <laughs> shit, you know. what yeah. Did she like hazelnut? It was her favorite food. Oh. <laughs> like, so thoughtful. She That's also, sweet. one of her other favorite foods, this will come up later. It all makes sense later. She also really loved bananas, but, like, that was, like, it's bananas. early 1800s. They had to get those from, like, the West Indies or whatever. Oh. It's, like, that's not the kind of thing that you're just going to yeah, find at the general store. Like, I guess a sh- shipment. Wouldn't from- they go bad over the ship, though? <sighs> Who knows? I have no idea magic 
I'm going to call the 1800s and ask Well, them. I mean, I can tell you right now that the Bell Witch figured out a way because she's got poltergeist magic. And at the at Betsy's birthday party, it literally, like, I don't know. This is, <laughs> she shouts down from the ceiling, I have a surprise for all of you, and materialized literally a fruit basket, I shit you not, with oranges and bananas in it, which is like, where? I live for that. Material, Okay. Like, no, popped up out of nowhere, a fruit basket. Was it poison? No. Oh. She literally was just, like, being nice to gift. everyone except for John. <laughs> she just, like... Even the daughter now? Well, <sighs> sort of. It's mm. weird. It's Is there fucking, a motive here? This isn't a crime. But. <laughs> it's not a murderer. She really hates him. But for work, for why? For winced. I'm choosing to believe the hex theory because she was sent by a witch who hexed him because he short dealed her, dirty okay. dealed her. Also, he's yeah. Yeah. So a local like spiritual doctor offered to cure Betsy by giving her this like totally foul medicine that was like supposed to make her vomit. She did vomit, she vomited up a bunch of fucking brass p- pins and needles. Mm, uh, no. it must hurt coming up. Oh yeah. I can't like I can't even no. and like the bell witch was like screaming with laughter and like said like oh if Betsy could be made to vomit again she would have enough pills and needles to set up a shop like she's just like being gross yeah just being like gross and like harassing like she is nice to most of the family except for Betsy and mostly hates the dad. So and she was like interfering in their personal lives. As the years passed, Betsy got engaged to one of the yokel youths. His name was uh, Joshua Gardner. And when after that happened, the witch began to like whisper frantically to Bet- Betsy when in, in the house all the time, being like, literally being like, Betsy, don't have Joshua Gardner. Not Josh. She like didn't want. Gross. Yeah, she was trying to like break up the marriage and like yelling at her not. It was like she's like getting in their social business. That's weird. It's it gets a little like okay. Hey, I know I've been bitch slapping you for about six years now, but, but like now it's time for relationship. He's advice. no good for you. Like, <laughs> like take my word for it. He's no good for you. Yeah, why didn't he? Just, why didn't she just bitch slap him every time he came close? Well, ah. she found different yeah. ways to sabotage them, sure. and it was actually quite effective. Uh, when Betsy and Joshua would be together and around the family, the witch would loudly announce details about, like, essentially their secret sex life. <laughs> that would work. It did. Work. I would never. They're it did party. work. Betsy gave his ring back because she couldn't bear like the Jesus. like shame from her family and yeah. like that. Just like foul, foul bell witch, you fucking bell bitch. bitch. <laughs> yep. You just at a family party and then you just hear a shout that just says, like a cackle and a shout, like, Jonathan is tiny dick. Joshua's diddled, like, diddled, diddled her flower. Ew. Ew. Ew, Michelle. Ew, Michelle. It sounds way worse Ew. when you say it like Ew, that. the bell witch. <laughs> Ew, the bell witch. Um, wow. Yeah, that was... Yep. Good. <laughs> so, like, 
she's she still had time like the witch's campaign against john bill was still escalating uh every night he would go to bed and she would scream and yell obscenities <laughs> and curse at him when he would go outside she would follow him and like jerk the shoes off his feet she- <laughs> Oh my god. One time it was so bad he went outside and like she jerked the shoes from his feet and struck he was struck in the face so hard and I don't know like it was just a strike it didn't say slap that or I guess it could have been a slap because that was her preferred like melee attack. Yeah well strike Wait, is yeah. very different from slap I yeah. feel. Yeah. It feels different. Me too. But it was like so intense he like sat down and like he started to like Feel his own face jerk and contort out of his control, which is like what? something she apparently was like starting to do. And then his body like was convulsing and his like son was there and his son was like, I don't know, maybe just not the sharpest tool in the shed was mostly focused on just trying to get his shoes back on his feet. <gasps> and they just kept flying off. Um, it just, so this, she, he's convulsing, his shoes are flying off, and all of a sudden it just, like, dead stops. And, like, the witch is, like, the witch had been, like, cackling and singing rude songs while this was all happening. And that just, like, cuts off. And, like, he collapses and it stops for that moment. And they take him back inside. He goes straight to bed and he never gets out of that bed again. He, hmm. he gives up. Like, he stays bedridden for the rest of his life. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. On December 19th, 1820... They found him in this, like, deep stupor, like a deep stupor, much more than usual. And they're like, the fuck? They look around and, like, I guess just trying to, like, figure out, like, why this is happening was different. They Or I guess they come across it. But they open the medicine cupboard and there's an unaccountable bottle in there. Like, this just new bottle that no one in the family brought into the house. Doesn't make sense for why it would be there. No one would have brought it. Um, it's, like, filled with this, like, dark, smoky liquid. But it's only filled, like, one-third of the way wasn't his medication and then the witch starts her exhibition she's real big on exhibition Mm -hmm. that's yeah no so she this is what she chants it's useless for you to try to revive her i got old jack this time chuck yuck 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 yuck, yuck, yuck. um they ask her about the bottle and she said i put it there and gave him a good dose last night which fixed him good the doctor arrived and tested the medicine this i hate they tested the medicine by putting a drop on their cat's tongue well, that's literally the only science they had. Yeah. Well, it killed the cat right away. The cat it par- killed the cat? Yeah, the cat jumped in the air, yelled in pain, and died. No. I know, and I'm fucked up about it. That's rude. John Bell died the next day. Well. Wow. Yeah. It's what she deserves. It's what she deserves. Yeah. Um, the witch filled the house with her shrieks of tri- triumph, literally screaming for Brandy. How do you get she's, it to her? She's going to... She's going to get lit. Pour it on the floor for your homies. I mean, it's like, I guess at that point, it's Pour like metaphorical out. or something. Maybe she's got ghost brandy. Metaphorical I brandy? I don't know. She also, uh, at his funeral, was the entire time cackling loudly. Jesus. She did it. Singing dirty songs. Just totally. They're trying to bury the man. No, she won't let a minute. She also swears that she'll be back in seven years. And she does come back in seven years. But by that point, every child has moved out of the house. And the only person left is Lucy, the the wife. Yeah. And uh, she she does come back, but it starts slow again, just like scratching and stuff. And like Lucy's like, oh. Wait, so she disappears after the funeral? Mm-hmm. She's and says she'll be back in seven years. Be back in seven years. Seven and years later, she shows she, up. She comes back low key, but like Lucy deadass ignores her and it stops after two weeks. 
She also doesn't have the same energy to feed off of because there's only one person there who's right. ignoring her Betsy's now. not there. Betsy's also, like, they're all grown up and married. Yeah. But, I mean, that was just, like, one side of the belt. Oh one gosh. story, one legend, one version. There are yeah. different versions, obviously. Jesus. I live for, for the fact that she showed up. She was just, like, a just... A bitch murdered slapper. a slave a owner the and then time. left like literally <laughs> yeah just i mean it's it, it, <laughs> i think it's funny that's wild yeah that's fucking wild but that's it i mean that was the bell witch thank you there's more like she the hauntings continued on until uh, like because there's like the bell witch cave and it's like which is still haunted people still get slapped there um can we go there and get slapped yes please i didn't i just i was just doing the legend i didn't really feel like sifting through all these sure like afters because there was enough for me for what happened to that fam but my shit is just her uh just spilling those dirty secrets yeah honestly just like yeah that's that's that was that that's crazy you almost did this topic. I did. What, what did you, did I, did, was there anything that you thought was interesting about the topic that I maybe decided not to put in? No, I just, I love the bitch slapping aspect. Yeah. You're just here for the slapping. Honestly, I'm here for a good old, like, real housewife drama. <laughs> like, ghost witch cackle slap. Yes, real housewife. The, the ghost the comes witch. in, <laughs> throws a drink. I was going to say, throws her prosthetic onto the table. <laughs> The only thing fake about me is this. It throws a fake prosthetic. <laughs> a fake prosthetic. The only straight I am is straight up bitch. Me. Straight up Bell, Bell Witch. Bell I mean, bitch. she was in love with the... That's why she didn't like John, because really, honestly, counter motive, she wasn't a hex. She was just in love with Lucy. Ooh. Well, she showed up as a hex, fell in love. Fell in love with Lucy, and then she was like... The hex was cast on the 12-year-old daughter because it was like... Oh, you've wronged me. Well, then I'll wrong your like child, your most prized yeah. possession. Mm-hmm. And so, but then the ghost is like, "Well, I don't hate this little girl as much. I really just hate this turd." Sure, I'll keep slapping her for outside appearances, but like beyond that, <laughs> I I'm gonna kill this man. She's like, we don't know. Maybe like she was actually trying to do her a solid. Maybe Joshua would have been really bad for her for some reason that she was privy to. We don't know. Yeah, I guess we don't. We don't know. But we do know that we don't know anything because, like, wow. when I ask the question, can you believe this shit? I honestly, my answer is I don't know because. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps I mean, you can believe it. Perhaps. For funsies, if you so desire. Wow. 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 What a whirlwind. What? <laughs> honestly. I hope that that, like, softened the blow. It did. A little bit. I needed that one. <laughs> Um, I needed a man. The bitch slap softened the blow. Just kind of like a you gentle softened the blow palate by cleanser from the atrocities, atrocities, <laughs> and the fear, and the tears. 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 Just <laughs> we did it. We did right, it. So, do you want to give us an actual name for your story? Just Morgan. The 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 death of Morgan Ingram. Okay. The stalking of Morgan Ingram, which I firmly believe occurred. I had the death of uh, Tyra Underwood, and Lydia, you had the... I had the Bell Witch. Wow. The murder of Tyra. Ty. The murder of Ty. 
Well, her full name was Tyra. Oh, it was? Yeah. yeah. You didn't make it up. Okay. I'm just, Honestly, I'm just at sixes and sevens. I... Can you believe this shit? Wow. Can you believe this shit? What's next? We have stuff to say. We do. As always, you can email us at uh, canyoubelievepod at gmail.com. Uh, yes. You can follow us at CYBSpod at, on most of our social medias, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. F- Facebook there will be group. pictures for all of our stories on our Instagram account. Yes, yeah, so run yes. and check those. Please follow us, like, because there's a weird Instagram algorithm, and I don't uh, know how it works. Just, just It please. works and doesn't. It works in the way that it doesn't work and that it's bad. Yeah. Great. Just, you know, so. follow us, like us, help us spread our business, our, our spread worms. Us. Spread us. Spread our worms. Spread us Ill. around. I want the good word to reach as many good souls. <laughs> love you. I love you. So, as always, I want everyone to remember always remember, never forget that Mothman is out there and Mothman loves you. Don't sue us. Bye. And we'll have facts next week. It ended already. Who cares? (laughs)